1: yeah, that's our intro live with Mr. Jeff Johnson, and welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and I'm Angel. That was Jeff Johnson doing it live and in here color. Garageque, okay? oh, doing it live, sure. live and in color. What's up? What's up? What's up, Jeff Johnson? Thanks so much for doing it live, oh. ladies and gentlemen. We have Jeff Johnson here live doing our voiceover only. Only Twin Talk with Jose and Angel have Jen, jo- Jen Doug. Oh, yeah, <laughs> The real <laughs> Jeff Johnson.
0: <laughs> That's right. It's good to be here, man. One year.
1: We thank you for being here. Ladies and gentlemen, the first thing anybody ever heard of Twin Talk with Jose, Jose and Angel was Jeff Johnson's voice. Pretty cool. Thank you, Jeff.
0: No problem. And I just want to say real quick, uh, if you guys want to find me on Twitter at real jeff johnson and if you guys are tumblr followers please follow me on tumblr real jeff's world come find me and talk oh. to me and interact and we'll have fun
1: jeff johnson is the man thank you so much for being here jeff you know what ladies and gentlemen uh we i are think s- jeff johnson just made a pass at all our listeners i did <laughs> smooth <laughs> homes Way way to capitalize this i love
0: to interact with the listeners
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you all talk about listeners thank you all for listening to us for a year We've been broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage, and you guys have been here with us every damn week. And they haven't found a way to shut us down, again, Dude, <laughs> we're occupying Theo Luis's garage, Ike. We're not moving out of here. Hey, listen. It sounds like we're coming out loud and clear in Nebraska. We got a shout out from Terry, and he's saying, what's, "Hey, what's up? What's up, Terry?" When he's saying, "Happy anniversary to the twins." Thank you, Terry. Thank you so much, Holmes. It's great to, that you listen every time, brother. And, and you know what? We have a fantastic show coming up tonight. But before we talk about this week's Let's show, talk about the fantastic show we had last week. Who was it, brother? Last week we had a great show. Our guest was Tara Wallace. That's W-A-L-L-I-S. She is a super mommy blogger. Okay, her career in television is fantastic. She's an award-winning producer and writer, and she was on our show last week because now she's an award-winning blogger, and she's a not your average mommy blogger. She's got some cool-ass blogs. You got to check it out. It's called Tara's Take, and she read some of her blogs live, which was pretty dope. Because uh, I just got to warn you, they're they're very family-friendly, a little bit, you know, um, risque, but all. And good love, she she she's a cool chick. I wouldn't say they're family-friendly, but they are mama and papa-friendly. And uh, they were just uh, pretty um, – it's a real cool block. It depends on the dynamic of your family, eh? You know, shit. <laughs> I know, feel, you know, like for some people, family-friendly means un chanclazo, la narga, and you'll do it right again. That's family-friendly. Ladies and gentlemen, what's a chanclazo? If you know what a chanclazo is, please post on, on our Facebook <laughs> wall. Let us know what a chanclazo <laughs> is and spell it correctly while you're at it. No, nah, don't, don't worry about the details as long as you know what it is, eh? Anyway, she's got an awesome blog, and she read some of her entries uh, live on our show. Really fantastic. She's going to be part of the Twin Talk universe. She was also our very first guest she ever. She is part of the Twin Talk universe from the beginning. Also, uh, another thing I want to say is that we're going to have a fantastic show today because we are celebrating our year anniversary, and of course... Help us celebrate it. We have Jonesy in the house. She's going to be doing current events as well as, hold on, let me turn up your mics here, as well as Jackie. We got them both in double trouble in stereo. Who's going to say hi first? <laughs> They're <armless. Hello. laughs> that We're ja- tag teaming it today, yep. as Angel said. You know what I think I'm going to do? Shout We don't tag team. I like the sound of and it. And Jonesy, right? what's up? <laughs> Jonesy was with us from day one. She saw what the fiasco was like at the beginning, and she stuck around <laughs> Fiasco at the beginning. Isn't that the fiasco at the beginning of every show? Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Every show is the same same way. We appreciate everybody's dealing with it. Anyway, a chunk of glasso. I don't know what that is, but we were hoping. (laughs) I was hoping somebody would bring wine in a box, Andy, and uh, to (laughs) celebrate our our uh, anniversary. But nobody did. Do I have to do everything? Hey, Jonesy brought cookies, man, dude. Dope ass cookies. Pass there. me a cookie. They're gonna Bangin be kind of wow, chocolate, man. Do you, do you see <laughs> you can, that? No, I, I you're think not getting Jose any. Ask,
2: is asking for a cookie on air. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not going to hook it up.
1: We're gonna hook it up. <laughs> okay, are lucky. The real Jeff Johnson's up, here, else so I wouldn't pass Jose, him over. If to you.
2: Angel bites it, do you taste it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, they used to ask us if I punch you, will you, will your brother feel it? I don't know. I wanted to punch him back and say, hey, if I punch you in the face, will you feel it? Lourdes, Gulu says, "Oh my God, is the intro live?"
0: Oh, the intro was definitely live. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeff Johnson is
0: live, live and in color.
1: Was that awesome or what? And he is colored. Anyway, this week's show, <laughs> as I eat this, <laughs> this week's show is going to be fantastic. Look, to help us celebrate, to help us celebrate our one-year anniversary, um, I asked and invited uh, some guests who were so gracious to the, that they wanted to. <laughs> Gracious enough Dude, to come, he occupied their ve- their address. Man, is what I, he did. And what I did <laughs> is I stood outside their house and said, "Please, please, please, come back." And I invited the uh, the Blue Agave <laughs> to come celebrate because you know what? They were the first musical act that he, we were, had. he was out there. I'm remember. the ninety nine percent. Please come to Theo Luis's garage, the Blue Agave. Okay, I occupied <laughs> <laughs> occupied the Blue Agave's front steps. Anyways, uh, the Blue Agave are here. They're going to be performing live. They're fantastic. The neat thing is, they were our very first act, musical act, on our show a year ago. Indeed, and and they've ha- have graced our radio station on our rotation. We have uh, yes. one of their tracks playing on there. Yes, and, and and we actually we've played a couple of them. Yes, check them out. Go to our, our uh, uh, radio twintalkcast.com, dot com and push play and listen to it. You can hear their, their broadcast. But I mean, today their they're bringing rotation. a brand new track that. Uh, I think they were staying up late just to get it here on our garage. They'll tell us all about it when they're here. But you know what? Um, I do want to say this. When they were hey, on our show. World I, tune, man. Did you hear what I just said? Okay, go ahead. Did you hear what I just said? I want to say this. That implies go that there's something following. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm excited, eh? A year, I say. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, they were on our show a year ago, and uh, we invited them to perform live. But we were on that other radio station, and the fools didn't see our vision. The others. So sister. they didn't let us. Put them live. Hey, are they still around? Eh? <laughs> yeah, right. But anyways, they're performing live for us now, and we are so honored. Thank you so much for being here. Um, uh, hey, if if anybody knows what that radio station, forget about it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll send you a free CD, all right? <laughs> Just for forgetting about it. Okay, so another thing is uh, uh the – the hold on a second. We got a call coming in. Hello, hello, hello. This is Jose from Twin Talk. Can you hear us? Who's who's on the air? You're uh, on the air.
3: I'm on the air.
1: Oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting
4: this so quickly.
1: It's Tara. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Tara Wallace. We were just talking about you, Tara. Tara Wall. Yes, award-winning producer of at NBC News and super mommy blogger. Tara Wallace is, uh, is on the phone too. What do we owe this honor, Tara? Uh,
3: I just wanted to say congratulations on uh, one year later. Yay! You're on the air, and you're uh, your real operation, and and uh, yay. <laughs> um, and i just want to say you guys have come a long way and i was really happy that i could be your first guest and i just wanted to say congratulations
1: thank you you were our first guest and thank you, know, you tara you know what um thanks so much for having a vote of confidence and uh, confidence in us and saying okay i'll join you in the garage <laughs> 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 we're, we're really honored really honored that you were with us thanks so much for being on our show last week that was awesome and um uh, we look forward to having more stuff with you let's talk what's going on with you what's new
3: What's going on? What's going on with me? I'm sitting in the soundproof booth right now at NBC. Wow! I got some uh, teri- teriyaki chicken, taking a break, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and listening to Twin Talk at work. And listening to Twin oh. Talk. Don't tell the news director. Anyways, late <laughs> okay. la- ladies and gentlemen, Tara Wallace uh, has a blog called Tara's Take. It's a fantastic blog. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. You're gonna laugh when you check it out. And you know what? Can I tell them what we're gonna be doing with your with your recordings? Yeah. Okay, Tara Wallace Tara Wallace was gracious enough to record several blogs and she'll be doing them as she goes and we're gonna be playing her reading her blogs uh on a regular basis. So uh we thank you so much for doing that, Tara the and Greatest Hits. The, the, <laughs> Tara's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> Tara's greatest hits. I've
3: been doing Oh, you know what? Oh my god, today's my two month anniversary of my blog Yeah. we share this. Yay! Wow. Well Bravo. And,
1: and it's our one year anniversary, jeez. I know.
3: What are the odds?
1: We're we're like related. We're meant to be, Tara. (laughs) Thank you, Tara. Quick shout out to somebody you love.
3: Um, my um, my boys at home and my Peter. Oh, and if you guys want to go to my blog, it's taraWallace.tumblr.com. Yay, Tumblr!
0: Tumblr.
1: Can I say hi to Can I say hi to my Peter too? (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: that's naughty. I I like it. Bye, Tara. We love you. Thanks so much.
1: Bye. That was nice of her to call us and say uh, congratulations. Say hi to her, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what were we at? (laughs) Anyways, also tonight we got to move on. We got to move on. I have a feeling we're going to be so behind. We also today we have the geniuses because Halloween. This is also doubling as our Halloween show. Okay, doubling is our Halloween show, we invited because we're twins and we could double it like that. <laughs> we invited the, the geniuses. Hey, dude, these these cookies? I are can never bomb. finish. <laughs> we invited the geniuses from the com. That's the com, and they're really cool guys. They look, they know about film like nobody knows about film. They've got a unique perspective. We like to call it a twin perspective, but you know, whatever it is. They're really cool guys and they're here to tell us what are the top 10 their top ten p- choices for horror flicks. Uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to that. So, anyway, they're going to be here with us. Hang in there. Call your friends. Turn off the lights. Get that flashlight and flash it from your chin up so it's scary looking. And listen. All right? Okay, brother. So, what else we got going on? Um, <laughs> That's lost. it, right? That's, Let's go. Let's that's go to that's your it. shout-outs. That's it. We got okay, so, shout-outs so, right now. So, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen, it's time for Angel's shout-outs. Today's shout are brought to you by Express Cuts. And always, first of all, hey, John McBride. I told you I was going to give you a shout-out, SN. Thanks for listening, man. Okay, I'll, all the shout-outs I'm going to give are pretty much, you've heard them before because they're here every week and many more, but these are just a few. Anna Fisher, JP, Ziggy Scott, uh, Ziggy Scott uh, Jenny Lynn Perkins, MJ Vardanian, uh, Robert and Michelle Aguirre, Anna Fisher, Covarrubias, Diana Boggs, Jeanette Renteria, Jen Spasmaster, Linda Hart, and our sister, Linda Hart and Marisol Mendez. Hey, sisters, thanks for listening and telling and your friends. And all the kids, Oscar Takahashi, I know you're there, Holmes. Yeah, so hey, hey, guess what? Uh, Stephanie was talking about you today. Yeah, another <laughs> uh, ex-girlfriend, chile drink. Chile, Mexican ex-girlfriend. There you go uh stacy wells uh dory lawrence ashley ann Caven. what's up and uh, uh shout out to kirk gear he's got um, reverb nation check him out kirk gear that's k-i-r-k-g-a-i-r dc world at reverb nation he's got some really cool relaxing music music and this shout out has been oh lulu hi baby <laughs> she listens every week. I know she does because I get home. Is that and by
2: choice <laughs> or force?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, when I get home, she's talking about the show and telling me about it. Talk about Lulu. She chimes in and, ta- and says, chanclazo means a smack in the ass. Shout. Out. Anytime, she, baby. She spelled it <laughs> C-H-A-N-C-L-A-S-O. Chanclazo. Hey, and, and uh, a shout out to all of uh, the Cineverse's people who are listening today, perhaps for the first time. And all of you who have listened for the first time today. I know you're hooked after today, so we'll see you next week también at the same time. Let's give a shout-out also to Mr. Papa Rio, who's listening to us in Nebraska. The Resh Train, who's also listening in in Australia. Um, And let's congratulate Jazz 7 from Sunset Ride, who is now engaged to marry. I'm sorry, ladies. He is no longer on the market. Oh, man. But Jeff Johnson is.
2: Teardrops, in my get I sure am.
0: (laughs) Ladies, if you're out there, I am on the market. Ready. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Please call in. <laughs> so
1: that's- 626-275-TWIN. No, really. If you want to call throughout the show, call 626-275-TWIN. OMG, More
2: we need to have a Twin Talk date show. <laughs> that would be awesome. Set- awesome. Well, if the ladies up call up in tonight,
0: they can people. win a
1: date with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> can we so say- call in. <laughs> can we say desperation? No, free no, dude, that's capitalization, man. That's right. Anyways, uh, that uh, dating game has been brought to you by the Express Cuts. Uh, when you want your hair pimped, go to the Express Cuts. It's three generations of hairstylists at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. And uh, you can walk in anytime or call for an appointment at 626 448 1931. Tell them the twins sent you, and with every purchase, you get a free blow dry and condition. Cause that's how they roll and they're cosmetologists, not cosmo (laughs) (laughs) cosmetologist that's it that's angel's shout outs from uh a year later holmes a year shout outs and i'll do it again because you guys are there every time man we love you (laughs) anyway so there you go ladies and gentlemen if you if you guys feel like calling in just to give us a hard time or ask jeff for a date Or wish us all happy birthday here because it's been a year of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel from Theo Lisa's Garage. You can dial 626-275-TWIN. You can also give us some uh, some of your shout-outs or whatever on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. And tweet us at Twin Talk Show. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Samantha out of Express because she's chimed in and says, me love you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amber Mendez chimes in on Facebook She goes, how ironic that t- Twin Talk is on Tuesday Which is also Taco Tuesday You guys probably got Go eat tacos as soon as you guys finish Twin Talk Or maybe you do, Angel <laughs> I don't know what that means It goes good with my beers, eh? <laughs> she knows, you already know, miha, huh, miha Talk about beers hey, uh, hey, Dave Brown, would you walk over there And grab me a beer out of that refrigerator, please? Thank you very much Okay, so now it's time for the hey. cr- it's time for the current events Grab a round, Holmes. Okay. For everybody. The tag some, team. For everybody. Is there enough for everybody?
0: Was <laughs> so, your manners at, Holmes?
1: <laughs> hey, hey I just want me a beer. Give me a beer. That's what you have a dog for, man. But <laughs> not <I'm> the guest? <laughs> you, your, the guest guess? <laughs> your guest. <laughs> this is backwards. <laughs> you <laughs> notice that he got himself one? <laughs> There's an opener on the He one, on say, say have a
2: beer and, get, and grab one for me while you're at it. <laughs> he said, get me a beer.
1: That The point of the story is my brother's always asking for an alcohol, for some kind of drink, okay? So, Angel... Today is our Twin Talk birthday, so I bequeath unto you this Blue Moon, blue moon beer. <laughs> you're as queefing? A, as a, <laughs> I'm not queefing. That oh. sounds like a bodily function, <laughs> I bequeath bro. with oh, the TH. Okay. Like, <laughs> I bequeath queefing? unto you this Blue Moon beer as a birthday gift, Twin Talk birthday, from me to you. Aww. Now, the air, On the air, Mio? On the air. I could have so this you're beer are allowing it? Notice it's not a twist cap and there's no bottle opener. No.
5: Well, here, I'm not going to show the label,
1: but here it is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for current events, and this time around one year later, we have Jonesy, just Jonesy, and Jackie Casas. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Yeah. Okay, so let's hear All right, who's going on? How are you doing, Jonesy? How you been? I'm good. It's been a year, Jonesy. What is your most memorable uh, Twin Talk Moment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's been so many. I really can't believe it's a year. Like, when I got that little invite, I actually didn't even realize it was a year. until I got the invite saying it was a year, and I was like, holy cow. It no, really has been a year.
1: We invite people to come. Otherwise, they won't show up. I mean, even, I didn't Even know. our people. <laughs> even Jonesy and Jackie. Will you guys please come? Please, again next week? Okay,
2: fine. <laughs> I, I'd have to say the, my most memorable moment on Twin Talk, and all of you guys who have listened from the beginning will know... The Funyuns, <laughs> <laughs> it it the Funyuns just really started. I mean, it's been ongoing since then. Eating on the air, it, um,
1: it began a campaign began. to elect Angel for president.
2: Angel for president is, and it all started with Funyuns. So yeah, that, yeah, that had know, to be my favorite. My,
1: my brother gets all bent out of shape, eh? You know, been
2: out of shape is not the word to describe
1: <laughs> it. Here's the deal. I'm trying to pr- I'm trying to provide our listeners with a. Not only an entertainment, an entertaining, but uh, an informative show, but a show that has uh, a modicum of quality. Modicum, and modicum. Look it up. Dictionary.com. A, uh, a modicum of quality, and when you are eating food on the air. And you're munching funyuns and unwrapping. Things. But our listeners were eating too. I know. You guys are eating. Well, right they now. could that do I mean, it. They're in their own home. They could my, eat. They could take know, a bath. They could make t- making love. I don't care. My baby's listening to the show right now. As a matter of fact, having albondigas. As a matter of fact. because I left it there. <laughs> as a matter of fact, folks, please make love to our show. Please. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Jonesy,
2: <laughs> you're gonna just leave it on that note and hand it over to me on that one. Wow, I was just like over here making faces about you know not wanting to know about people making love while they're listening to our show.
1: Uh, Oscar Takahashi, our, our, our in-house mixologist, just chimed in. He says, "I would have loved to commemorate a cocktail for Twin Talk Show's anniversary. I'll serve it at one of my bars or events. Nice. And they'll say, say, yeah, can that's you bring
6: a, it.' To I us so think we, we need
2: a Twin, twin Talk it? drink, yeah. Oscar.
1: A lot of yeah. Okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. Gotta move on. Okay. Okay. okay, so Jackie, let's say hello to Jackie real quick.
6: Hello, hello,
2: hello.
1: Jackie, what's your familiar, most memorable Twin Talk moment?
6: Um. You know, I've just been recently added to the team, and it's been so much fun every single time. Welcome. I honestly uh, think my my, nice. my favorite show or favorite moment was probably a most recent one, um, with the School of Hip Hop of Arts. Yes. That yes. was wow. such an awesome show for me. I really loved it. It was just so beautiful words, beautiful colors, and it's just a beautiful message. You would
1: have to promote the show that we don't have on
6: I know <laughs> I know but it was my fate <laughs> We
1: had we had uh, um uh, Lil Caesar uh, legendary uh, yes and Cosmo both Dr uh, Cosmo Dr Cosmo both legendary uh, uh dancers in the hip hop world who have opened a new school the school of mm-hmm. hip hop arts Hip hop school of arts in the uh, in Pomona uh, you ought to check them out I'm so I sad I missed nose. that
2: show I mean they could have taught me some rhythm mm. Yeah they try to teach me. You don't have rhythm, network. baby? No.
1: Oh, baby. I can cook,
2: but I don't have rhythm. <laughs> I think that's my one downfall.
1: Anyways, if any of you <sighs> listeners were recording that show by chance, uh, <laughs> we lost it. It is the one show out of the whole year that that disappeared out of our computer. I literally lost the show. And um, this time, we can't blame it on the other <laughs> station. <laughs> this was my fu- I don't know. It wasn't me. It was... Is one of these things, but if you have recorded it, please let but me I know.
6: I know people who tuned in must have loved that show. It was oh. a great show. Okay, so
1: now it's time for uh, current events. Go start, who's starting it off, Jonesy or Jackie?
6: Jones. D. <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> what do you got, Jonesy?
2: Um, okay, so we're going to go short here. I'm choosing between A and B, let's say. <laughs> um, we're going to make this stupid state. Not this one. Okay. We're going to go to Detroit, Michigan today, and we're going to talk about Leo Earl Sharp. Okay.
1: Leo Earl Leo Earl Sharp.
2: Yeah. I mean, if that name does not indicate a problem to begin with, I don't know what does. I
1: hope nobody has an Uncle Leo.
2: No. I'm saying Leo Earl Sharp, the whole, you know. Yeah. Anyways. Okay.
1: Not very sharp.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, when you get a call or you get notified that, you know, one of your friends gets arrested, what's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: Oh, man. Or you need
2: to bail somebody out. What, what's the first thing that comes to your guys' mind?
1: When you do what?
2: Like, you get a call to bail somebody out.
1: Bail him out, eh? Yeah, but,
2: like, what's the first... <laughs> who's the first person that comes to your mind? The
1: bail bonds guy?
2: <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Jose, who's the first person that comes to your mind besides Angel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if someone calls me and says, I need I need to get bailed out...
2: Who, who's the first person to call you? Just who, who, who do you think would, it, would be calling you?
1: To get bailed out? Me? Besides my brother? <laughs> yeah,
2: besides your brother. <laughs> your
1: kids? I don't know. Angel. Get to the point. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Who's going to call a criminal? (laughs) You
2: guys just killed my whole intro (laughs) to this story. I'm sorry, baby.
1: Uh, Tough question. Okay,
2: so. (laughs) Is that a trick question? (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me, guys. Okay, Eighty seven year old grandpa.
1: One year later and we haven't improved one bit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) go for it. 70-year-old grandpa.
2: (laughs) No, 87. Okay, let's (laughs) start over. (laughs) Leo Oral Sharp, 87 years old, was arrested. Um, Basically, he was driving and swerving onto the opposite lane in Detroit, Michigan. Police pulled him over. Because he
1: was drunk driving.
2: No. Basically, when they pulled him over, he was sober, and he refused to let them search his car because you know that is your choice.
1: Yeah, so dude, I'll he, exercise that right, too, eh?
2: I, I wouldn't. When he refused to let them search the vehicle, then they call in those sniffing dogs, you know, the ones that can smell everything.
1: Leia <laughs> pedo, eh? <laughs> See if they stick around, eh? Oh, my God. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this, this, this is Nobody not a civilized show. No <laughs> civility. No civility whatsoever.
2: So, basically, when the when the dogs come out, basically, they unveil that this 87-year-old grandfather was transporting... One hundred and five pounds of cocaine.
1: No cocaine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that still exists. So was the answer? I would think my grandfather would call me. You're
2: supposed to say not my grandfather, you know, or anything <laughs> along the lines of not your
1: grandfather. <laughs> you didn't ask me who you wouldn't think. That was a trick it question. Was, it was a reverse psychology. <laughs> it's t- a good. Stu- so eighty-seven years. That's real stupid. What did they do to him? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: they arrested him. What do you, I mean, were they going to let him go?
1: What did he say? I mean,
2: basically, they arrested him, and he he said that he was forced at gunpoint to transport all of this cocaine. So he goes to court, of course, <laughs> and when he's in jail, it was quoted as being the most comical um, scene ever because at one point the judge was talking to him, and he said, "I can't hear you, sir. I lost my hearing in the war." <laughs> oh,
1: hey Holmes, you That's know what? Really stupid. <laughs> I like to tell that about, though, hey, dude, that'll make a good movie, eh, but it won't get you out of jail.
2: (laughs) Well, he's out on Bond. He is out on Bond. So, Uh, I mean, he got bailed out.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was
2: one killed story, but it was funny.
1: That's real.
0: That's real stupid. That's (laughs) real stupid. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, that was Jeff Johnson's, uh, you know, uh, work right there. So, okay, what else we got going on here?
6: Um, So, our next story is. um, Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Jackie Casa's turn.
6: Um, so President Obama wrapped up his trip to Southern okay. California I'm earlier sorry. today. I'm sorry.
1: We have a call. I apologize. Hold okay. on a quick.
6: He
2: interrupted For, in the Obama I'm a, I'm story gonna, purpose. Uh, I'm gonna, I know it. it. I'm going to interrupt <laughs> the it's
1: president. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Hello, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You're live on the air. Who is this? What's up? S.A.S.
7: It's, it's the Cholo DJ.
1: Oh, the Cholo DJ's what's on up? the air.
7: What's up, Cholo hey, what's DJ? what's going on, brother? Oh, Happy birthday, to you Wattos.
1: Thanks, no. thanks a lot, uh, man. Hey, why aren't you here, man? Didn't you get the invitation?
7: Oh, I didn't get the I, I didn't get the email,
1: brother. Is that what they call it in nowadays?
7: Email? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hey, hard send email with, it's hard to send an email with spray paint, on. <laughs> <laughs> What's hey, going on, brother? How hey, you guys doing, man?
1: Uh, we're over here having some blue moon beer and some water and some uh, some homemade cookies. But, in a hey, in a little oh, while, we're gonna break out the Cholo DJ shot glasses you gave hey, us when you I were here, good, eh? I was
7: gonna ask. I was gonna ask about those, brother. I hey. was gonna ask about them, how they doing. I hope hey. they're uh, serving his
1: purpose. Oh, they sure are, Holmes. Trust me, they are. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, the Cholo DJ is exactly what he sounds like. He is the Cholo DJ. He provides music yeah. for for tell our listeners what you do.
7: Uh, well, majority of what I do, brother, is DJs and Cholo shows, brother, the car shows. A lot of Cholo cars out there, you guys. Uh, by the way, man, March 25th is going to be our next annual car show for Autism. If you guys remember, I met you guys at Charter Oaks High School. Yeah, yeah. And right. so uh, March, this coming March 25th, brother, our second annual car show for autism. Right on. Cholos man. with a purpose, brother. Cholos with a purpose. Hey,
1: we love that. We yeah, love that. Sure. Thank, hey, thanks so yeah, much. Yes, sir. The Cholo DJ is one of, on one of our previous shows. Emiliano Speaks. Go to our previous podcast and look for the one titled Emiliano Speaks. The Cholo DJ comes out on there and graces us there. And uh, he came to Tio Luis's garage and he uh, looked for the title The Cholo DJ on that one
7: as well. Yeah, yes, it, sir. That's where, uh, that's where you guys are having uh, thrown down with the American Vato, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's yes. right. Yes, he's the one sir. who announced the um, the uh, the rules for the American Vato.
7: <laughs> oh, There's there's no rules for cholos, brother. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, hey! Let your listeners know. Matter after the Azusa area this Sunday uh, at Memorial Park in uh, Azusa, we're going to be having our uh, 19th annual Trunk or Treat car show. It's for uh, all the kids. The city of Azusa and Antiques Car Club, they get together. Every year they get about 200 cars. They fill all the trunks with candy. And Uh every year we get at least 300 kids in their costumes, and they go trunk to trunk, man, getting candy. Uh, The city provides live bands and clowns and magicians and Uh the pumpkin patch. Everything is free, brother. And This Sunday from 10 to 5. Hey,
1: are you going to be providing
7: the music there? You know it, brother. I'll be in charge of the cholo music, so come on down and check it out. Walk up to the booth, Google, uh <laughs> Twin Talk cast send me, and uh, I got a prize for everybody that shows up that says it.
1: All right, right on. Hey, tell everybody what park it is and what time again.
7: Uh, it's Memorial Park in the city of Azusa, and uh, this Sunday from ten to five. It's from ten to five. I got to cut it short at five because I got to cruise home and check out the Dallas Cowboy game, brother. Oh, Boo, <laughs> it's all yes, about the Raiders, sir, baby. Thanks. What? Thanks we so much. A- yeah.
2: <laughs> it's Jonesy. You know me. I gotta hey. represent
7: my Raiders. Raiders. Uh oh. Well, I bet you weren't representing yesterday. Oh. I think the Chiefs just scored another touchdown
1: <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey Cholo DJ, we uh, got Cholo DJ, run. we gotta run, but thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate the the, the shout out to us and uh, we hope to have you soon, man.
7: No oh, problem, brother.
1: Just let me know when, homie. Just don't let my parole
7: officer know
1: I'm leaving L.A., brother. Not either. <laughs> All right, baby. Talk to you later. <laughs> hey, you guys be cool, homie. A rato. A rato. Mm. Uh, that's nice. A Cholo DJ, he's willing to, to risk uh, a parole violation to come here. <laughs> and he's a cool cat. He, uh, he he's he's uh, also does a lot of things to help the community. And he's a cholo, man. Go okay, let's it. hear the current events. Jackie, I'm I sorry about that. They're I calling. That. They're just calling.
6: No, I love that. I love cholos with a purpose. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like I was saying, so President Obama wrapped up his trip here in Southern California. Um, he made an appearance on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, which will be airing tonight. Um, he arrived yesterday afternoon to L.A. for two fundraisers in Hancock Park, where supporters paid from 5000 to over $35,000 per ticket. To see Obama? To yeah, to basically fundraise for his campaign and to meet with him. So some of the attendees of the fundraisers was Will Smith, Jada Pickett-Smith,
1: Antonio Banderas. But a Negritos. Somebody's got to bail out them bags, right? No, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell <laughs> you something. Hey, hey I'll, I'll bail you out. <laughs> I'll do some fundraisers for you. Here's what I got to say. Here's what I got to say. That I was on my way to work today. Did you f- Did you experience that too? You couldn't get into work because I rolled in well, when, when Obama's kind of decoy of rolled in.
6: I knew of a sneaky back way to get through, uh-huh. but I saw the madness from afar. I was like, oh, thank God I did not go that way because it, it was crazy.
1: Here's, here's, a, here's my deal. I, I roll in. I'm, I'm, dro- I'm driving. I got media credentials, and I think I'm badass. I roll up to the blockade of the police and the uh-huh. Secret Service. I show them my press credential. Yeah, I work here. They're like, no. We don't, we don't care. No. Get I'm out. like, okay, let me turn around. <laughs> I went, had to go find that back what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what they, they say? All, Aren't you one of the twins? They say that Obama <laughs> is going to raise the most money in uh, fundraising for his campaign in history, in the billions of dollars. And, and you know. How do, th- how do they know that, though? I uh, mean, come on. Oh, I. Because
2: think about it. I mean, he's at Roscoe's House of Chicken Waffles. I mean, when you when you're eating down there, you got like Snoop Dogg donating to your campaign.
1: Yeah, here's what I got to say about that. Let me just remind our listeners because we have a campaign coming up, as you know, and there's going to be an election involved with that. that follows. Uh, Obama did promise on the last campaign during the uh, the debates. When they asked him, are you going to do what uh, McCain says he's going to do? And just instead of utilizing lobby money and corporation corporation money, no private money, use the public money so that you don't have to get that much money and be uh, bought by the corporations, he said, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the same thing that McCain does. McCain did it. He didn't. He lied. He got all the millions of dollars. And all I'm saying is he lied. Nobody says anything. Remember that next time you go. Oh, and remember that uh, we have uh, 25% uh, – of uh, African Americans are not employed. Nine uh, percent. Uh, uh, let me move on. Where was this going? Because I lost it uh, like, yeah. way before you started. It was his, talking. and was I'm ranting. His, back his, to Jackie. His anti yeah, Obama make... soapbox. I'm surprised no one Im- interrupted me at this point. Wow. I was falling asleep, bro.
2: Like <laughs> it was place. one of those moments where everybody's eyes were just going from one person <laughs> to the other. Any I, minute okay,
1: now. Where do we stop him? <laughs> any minute now, it's going to go from hating Obama. To a Bush. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was climbing my soapbox, and you guys didn't even <laughs> stop me, dude. I was having He's a drink, bro. <laughs> okay, go on. So let's hear some more. Let's hear yeah, some more so I
6: just want to make notice that he, before he went to any of these swanky Hollywood fundraisers, he actually stopped by Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, and he ordered the Country Boy, which is $9. And a lot of people were very excited The about Country that. Boy. Mm-hmm. I
1: have a question on here for me from Lulu. She says, hey, Jose, what do you think about the Republican Ron Paul? I'm just curious. I'm afraid to answer that, Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
6: afraid for you to answer, too. Please don't answer
2: it. I'm We're a, celebrating today. We're in okay, a celebratory small, mood. No, but
1: but the, but the our listener asked, so I will answer. <laughs> I'd like to oblige my listeners. I will tell you, I will say this, that that Ron Paul, 80, 80% of the time, is, is making a lot of sense because he's no nonsense, but the other 20%, he's... He, he like he talks himself into it and then he talks himself right out of it. He says some really ridiculous things. So Ron Paul might be good for a think tank, but for president, I don't think so. Plus.
2: So what are you going to do when it comes to Ron Paul and Obama? Are you going to just like commit suicide or what? <laughs> <laughs> M-
1: prediction, <laughs> prediction, <laughs> prediction. Um, uh, I'm just pre- asking. Obama is going to run with Hillary Clinton. He's going to get rid of Biden mm. and um, it's going to be Kane and Romney. Okay. Really? Prediction. Yes. My man Kane. <laughs> All right, let's move on.
6: Ew. <laughs> I <laughs> second that notion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we got more, what, more court events.
6: Oh, so we're going on to the next story.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> wait a minute. Ray Kay just chimed in, and she says, you always brighten my day with our show. Thank you, Ray Kay. Okay, move on. I interrupted uh, you. So,
6: <laughs> so moving on to our next story, Madonna, you know, world-famous singer, multi billionaire her older brother, Anthony Chacon, is homeless and living under a bridge in Michigan. He says he's been homeless for a year and a half after losing his job at his father's winery. And, um, (laughs) yeah, he's kind of, he says he's grown tired of people asking why his (laughs) super duper wealthy sister would let him live under a bridge. But he just responded. Because he's a lazy ass, (laughs) He just responded. Every family has one. (laughs) He just said, never say never, because this could happen to anybody. That's what
1: I got to say. That's why you don't, that's why you don't let your, you know, that lazy sibling, money.
6: Well, listen, I actually read his book um, earlier this uh-uh. summer. <laughs> I no. did. Wasn't it the other brother, though? Uh, no, it's the same one, Anthony. Anthony Chacon. And she, well, you know what? I kind of see why Madonna wouldn't want to help him because he didn't say such great things. But they were super tight, like in the 80s and the 90s. But why should it be? She was like his style. She was, um, I mean, he was her stylist, uh, decorated her home, worked for her for a very, very, very long time. And
1: now he's a whino.
6: But then, yeah, but then they kind of broke up. Because um, they broke up, she blames it on her ex husband. <laughs> um, oh my
1: gosh, what's this? You talk like a girl face. The the director, the, <laughs> no, the director, Guy
6: Ritchie. Guy well, Ritchie,
1: thanks to the Cineverse, they know. So, they, um,
6: so they, sh- he blamed it on him, but there was other reasons there was like conflict. It's he made it seem like there's Madonna was the queen diva of the world, she is, he was nothing. So I can see why they 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 had a they had a rift between them too. But now he's homeless and he is scared because winter is coming. And last year he got frostbite on his feet. <laughs> and um, let me tell you though,
1: you got to do something really 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 bad well, that's what they're saying. for your dad to fire you.
6: <laughs> that's what they're either saying. either that you know he's a peachy web on.
1: You know
6: I mean like homeless like you okay so whatever reason, it's reason tough it be, love. Tough, Tough love. love. There you go. <laughs> Whatever it may be, there w- he did confess in his book that he had a history of drug use problems back in the early '90s. He had issues with cocaine when everyone thought it was super cool, like Kate Moss and everyone else. Um, but that's
1: thirty years ago.
6: Yeah, that was a while ago. So I don't know what it could be. He did. They didn't. You know say, what it was. He didn't say his why. Da- his
1: dad didn't use the uh, Mexican belt on him. Should he use? Yeah. there's a Mexican belt.
6: <laughs> Take unos care coscorones. of that shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> coscorones and chanclazos. Yes, <laughs> estuvo,
6: Holmes. He didn't get the chanclazo, apparently. <laughs> so listen,
1: uh, we have uh, Marisol Mendez says, I made some pozole to celebrate Twin Talk's birthday. Woo! Okay, I we'll like give pozole. you the address in a second, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on. Next next, uh, next current event. What do we got going on? <laughs> I got Madonna's brother's today. homeless. <laughs> Under <laughs> the bridge. Okay. You, you got this, what?
2: I got the stupid state.
0: Oh, the stupid
1: state of the week.
2: Let's hear that again. Stupid state of the week.
1: Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) By
2: the way, did they pass on the memo that I needed an acceptably stupid state of the week?
1: Yeah. No. (laughs) Let's move on. What do we got? Okay.
2: We're moving over to Nevada. I've never had something stupid come from Nevada. Okay.
1: Typically, it's not the case. I
2: mean, and it's not the like, we ran off and got married and didn't mean it stupid. It's like some real stupidness.
1: Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Hey, Las Vegas, man. A lot of stupid things going on over there. <laughs>
2: yeah, but you never talk about it Because
1: them. it's teaser. Exactly. <laughs>
2: okay, so, you know, it's just your typical Sunday at church, getting married. At just, church
1: in Vegas?
2: <laughs> at church, getting married. Justin Lou Harris, 35 years old, is, you know, at the altar with his soon-to-be wife, and the priest says... If anyone objects, speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay. His mom speaks up. Oh, no. And starts ranting and raving about how he shouldn't marry her, this, that, and the other. He obviously gets mad, carries her out of the church, ejects her from his his wedding.
1: (laughs) Ejects his mom?
2: (laughs) Ejects his mom from (laughs) his wedding. (laughs) <laughs> and is later arrested. Arrested. I, don't know why I said arrested. How
1: did you thought you were saying erected? I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: reading and talking at the same time. Sorry. He was later arrested and basically <laughs> <laughs> stop
1: <laughs> reading and talking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: oh my goodness! Joe Sorry G. guys.
2: I'm reading ahead on my notes. Okay. Basically, he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and coercion. Uh, basically for his mom ruining his wedding, and he didn't get married at that. You're kidding. No.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: So, stupid Nevada for arresting the guy. He didn't get married. I mean, I can only imagine how long that w- marriage is not going to last. When it starts <laughs> on a note like that, like.
1: Well, you know what, though? This is what I got I to gotta say. You know, when you get married, you know what they're going to say, right? You know, through thick and through thin. So, you got to think about that before you get married, right? And then, you know, uh, through sickness and through health, and you got to think about that también, right? And then, you know, she might want kids, and you think about that, right? <laughs> but then at the end of that, they say, you know, <coughs> you know what they say, you know, speak now forever, you got to be ready for that. So that vato wasn't ready for it, you know? But,
2: I mean, really, who is really ready for your mom to stand up at your wedding and say, I Object,
1: why do you think my why didn't mom speak up during the preparation? That's what I'm that's saying. What I
2: say. the, the rehearsal dinner the day before, yeah. why didn't she like whoop the bride's ass before she got yeah. there or something? She should have
1: just gave him a coscoron,
2: thrown him in a closet. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things you can do besides stand up <laughs> and like object.
1: Okay, so so if anybody knows what coscoron means and how to <laughs> spell it, please chime in on Facebook. <laughs> well, okay, so that is that's pretty stupid, I must say. Best state of the week, say that again, Jeff. Say it the again. stupid
2: state of the week. <laughs> He went there up to the mic to actually say it. I was, like, was going to do it live, <laughs> but never
1: mind. So the stupid state of the week, because Nevada. What I got to say about Nevada is this: I just want to tell Jazz Seven out of Australia, don't go to uh, Nevada and get married, eh? Because you might get arrested <laughs> or e-rested. E-rested. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Uh Nevada's a cool. It's it's not usually the stupid state of the week because it's a pretty cool state cuz it's got, you know, it's the gambling. Stupid. It's acceptably stupid. You're allowed a, to be
2: stupid in Nevada. But
1: I must say um the the white girls there are pretty stupid. And I like and like and I like white girls. So yes. that's saying a lot.
6: <laughs> you and those pinches white girls. Pinches oh I
1: love God. them but they're pretty stupid in Vegas dude. You know we're all stupid. I'm not even you know are all I, mean, I don't even
6: want to touch
2: on this topic. <laughs> I it's do. wrong touch in on so it, many bro. different Would ways, Jose.
1: Elaborate. Eh? Do you no, know because I, think the I know last what time,
2: mean. Angel, the last time we were on this conversation, if you recall, I said something real stupid. <laughs> yes, so you did. I'm not touching it. So you just don't topic. touch it.
1: <laughs> You're right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Turn my mic off now. <laughs>
1: that was pretty stupid. I'm glad she doesn't listen. So that's real stupid. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, the the stupid white girls of the of America moved to Nevada, in particular to Las Vegas. Hey Cineverse, guys, we're live here, to, please. To d- to be d- <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys.
6: They're sharing stories the about their stupid right white girls. Jose. I, I
2: know you brought up the topic of stupid I like white, white
1: girls. You know I like white saying, girls.
6: Oh, you remember that one white girl I, can, that I was talking to?
2: I can imagine Jose like when he lived back in Vegas. Uh, they like were all over come me. spring break, we I can imagine it. it Angel, he loved it. They were all I, I, over. I, me. I bet he did.
1: He's a have camera will travel. That was <laughs> like what, what that was think? like
2: John Lennon's what like it, hidden weekend, hidden summer or whatever. That was like Jose's hidden years in Vegas.
1: Jose went to Vegas a grip.
2: And we never saw him. He
1: came back a cameraman (laughs) (laughs) when he found out Vegas makes a man out of you. You know what? That women love cameras. What do you think I developed my hankering for white girls? What's hankering? (laughs) Anything three syllables, bro. Is there there anything that a doctor can give you for that? (laughs)
4: Oh no shit. shit. You want to hear
1: a, a white girl story in Vegas? This was a fantastic story. Sure. Th- okay, here's the deal. I'll just tell Jose, you yes. I I just tell to you guys cuz it's it's just us in the, in the garage.
2: Remember, I'm family. <laughs> okay. So just There was this white girl that the There was this
1: white girl I met. I forgot her name, but a uh, t- uh, Tiffany. Yeah. Put it, <laughs> f- fill in any white girl name that you want. And um and she was this little <laughs> white girl and I met her. She was an usher at the at the Aladdin uh Theater for Performing Arts, you know the place, Andy, right? She was a starving and artist, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> we met at the. Aladdin? I was working. I was yeah, working a gig continue. there. She liked the fact that I'm there working grip and this and that. And uh, so what happens? We end up dating. We go out a couple times. She was a mama. She had a little baby. Whatever. She was a milf. Uh, not really. No. <laughs> oh. She was kind of cute. Well, anyways, we went out a couple times, and it, and it was pretty fun and stuff. And and uh, we messed around a little bit, but it it got kind of the point where she wanted to like spend all the time with me and i'm like like she started getting oh, obsessive. a clinger. clinger. Yes, and then she wanted me to spend time with her kid in this very short period of time, like three weeks. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I like, said, Ooh, her, I
6: found you a daddy." Honey. I said,
1: "I said, look, I'm a dad, and I, and you know you're cool and everything, but I'm not going to introduce you to my kids yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, n- not until much later, you know. So I just out of respect, I don't want to. Long story short, because she was just your little long story short, short thing, right? Long, she wasn't hey, that you,
2: gorgeous. She was just that okay. was a nice way
1: of saying. You're his booty call, girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You had no future. The <laughs> options were
1: there. The options were there. Okay, bottom line is it ended, okay? She'd say, I don't want to with you. Fine, whatever. Hasta la vista. But she said. And she moved back to but, Ohio. But no. <laughs> oh, no, that was the other one. <laughs> but she, ca- but she, ca- she calls me on, val- on Valentine's Day. This is how cycle she was. She calls me on Valentine's Day. And she says, come on Valentine's Day. I have a gift for you. I said, we haven't spoken in three weeks. What do you mean you have a gift for me? She goes, I got a gift for you. I'm like, I can't. If you don't, I'm coming to your house. Oh, I know this one. Yeah. <laughs> I said, No, you're not. I said, I will. I said, No. But at the time, I did a special, a real special thing for my friends who, were, who helped me out in Vegas. I cooked them dinner and I did a little thing for them. And then I was going to leave and have them there, let them do the little time together. I married a married couple. So it was a little thing that I was doing. Just a little gift Get you the punchline, eh? Point is, she wanted to come to the house. And I said, No, you can't. Okay, okay. And she would have. I got to the point where she kept calling me when I hang up. I said, okay, I'll go to your house. You just can't come here. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to find me. So I what are you whispering about? So I go to her house. She gives me a $350 leather jacket.
2: <gasps> you took it, right? I took it. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> well, because I thought, I sat there and I looked at it. I go, you have a daughter. and You want to spend $350 on a jacket to, for a guy that, you've, that you haven't spoken to in two weeks, three weeks? That's pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. So I took it. So what happens? Three weeks later, I'm doing a Prince show. Prince had a uh, party, and I'm shooting it, and I'm the cameraman in the in the in the shooting all the dancers. You know, we have a screen, and you see the dancers on the screen, and people. Are, I'm going up, and girls were coming up. You know how girls like the camera, Jeff? Yeah. You know how they come up and they just show <laughs> you their boobies and they sh- they lift their <laughs> skirts. Oh yeah. Why do you think I became a cameraman? Mm. <laughs> so I'm shooting that, and, and and it's on the big screen. Wouldn't you know it? That girl was there. <gasps> Finally, the end of the night, towards the end, of the night, she walks up to me. She goes, "Yours." So gross and sickening. I see you shooting up their skirts. Now I wasn't shooting up their skirts. They were doing. <laughs> it's Vegas, okay? They let loose. They were the sk- lifting up their. They were skirts. lifting up their skirts, and he, she. Is that what the owner of Girls Gone Wild? She, that slapped, me. <laughs> she <laughs> slapped me. She slapped me. She slapped me. She slapped you. I'm standing there with camera. She goes, "You're in, gross."
6: In <laughs> front of Prince.
1: In front of everyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I turn around. It's exactly what all my friends did. <laughs> 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 I walked away, and I kept shooting skirts, upskirts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and Merry and you Christmas. left with your leather jacket. I left with my leather jacket. I right. still have it. <laughs> you still have <laughs> I still it? Have he it. does. I know which one it is. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> kind of I think we have time. I think we have time for one more.
6: Okay, guys. So last story. So there's a new study that says men are funnier than women. <laughs> but just by a little bit, guys, don't get crazy. It's just by a little bit. The, there's a UC uh, San Diego report that says that overall men, overall men uh, beat women in the study by 0.11 points.
1: How do they figure this stuff out is what I want to know.
6: Okay, so they did this experiment where they got male and female college students. They were asked to write captions for 20 New Yorker cartoons. So then later, another group of college students w- that were unaware of who wrote what caption, they chose which one was the funnier one, and then basically, whichever one was funny one, they, they put it against each other, knock it out, which one was male, which one was female. So then they came to the conclusions that men captions were funnier. So then they had a separate group... That also checks It's because the girls, they,
1: they take it all personally. <laughs> <laughs> so then and you never know. You know, it's like one day it's funny, but the next day it's the same exact thing. He <laughs> You don't know, man. They <laughs>
6: asked the second group to guess who the captions writer gender was. And most of them assumed that they was women.
5: And were they right?
6: No, it was, it was men. But like I said, it's just by super, super, super small <laughs> gap of 0.11 points where men
4: are funnier.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, men are funny because they just look funny. Women are beautiful. Women come see, beautiful with was, or without makeup, with or without clothes. men got funky hair growing out of their noses we're and their ears. funny because we're just mental, they, men. Men can know? walk around with a boil and stuff on their n- neck and they just have it. Women, like they, they, you don't see that stuff until you marry, see, and then it all <laughs> comes out and fucking dark truth, man. <laughs> what
6: made me think about is that men are thought about like, oh, if there's a male comedian and there's a female comedian, a male comedian could be seen as funny, but a female comedian, well, she's got to be sexy and funny. Like, she's like, oh, she's funny, but she's so sexy. Like, ooh, that girl. She, Tina Fey. Women I love Tina
1: Fey. She's sexy. She's got that scar on her she's face. White. She's smart. She's white. I like yeah. Wanda Sykes.
2: Wanda Sykes is hilarious. She has, has no, no breasts,
1: right? Oh, she plays no Pootie Tam? Oh, I don't remember. She plays that character. Lulu, who does she play? Anyway, the wait, wait, we got to call her. We got... Hello, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You're live on the air. Who is this?
8: Jose and Angel, this is Mary Powers. Happy birthday. Happy
1: one year. Oh, it's Mary Powers. Thank you so much for calling and wishing us birthday. Hi, Mary Powers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mary Powers. She was a, a previous contestant. Yeah, an American Idol. An American Idol. And she was too badass for them because she was badass, and and they, you know. And yeah, she came she and she performed with her band, Death on Radio, here on our show. You could catch that. How you doing, Mary?
8: I'm good. I've been missing you guys and um, just you know playing shows all around L.A. and, right and uh, well, Orange County, trying to stay busy.
1: Yeah, you could catch her um, on on our show we, on a previous podcast. If you look on our podcast, it's called Acoustic Punk, and
8: yeah, that was really fun. It was really fun.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, she yeah. was awesome because she, uh, Mary Powers and 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 her guitarist Mike, they, Mike Solano, Mike Solano, yeah. they performed their acoustic punk version of of Love Is a Battlefield from you know yeah. from what's her name, whatever Bat, her name is. Pat Benatar. Pat she, Benatar. But they also played an, uh, an original t- track. And what do you have any shows coming up or something?
8: Yeah, actually, um, I have a show right there in Glendale um, at this place called Gallery Godot. It's um, it's my birthday party, Ginger Coyote's birthday party from Punk Globe, um, and uh, and there's a few band members there. And hey, anybody who has an October birthday party, birthday is is totally welcome to come party with us. Hey, that's uh, us. Yeah. It's right there on San Fernando Boulevard um, in between Allen and Western, and I can give you the exact address. Uh,
1: go, if you have it, go ahead.
8: Yeah.
1: Are you listening to us it on the is- radio? <laughs> <laughs> it is
3: not prepared, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, you got to check out uh, Mary Powers' uh, of- Look for her. Death, we, on Death, Death on the radio. Death on the Death radio. Death on the radio. Death on the
8: radio. We're all over. We're Facebook. We're MySpace. We're dot com. We're um. We're going to be there at Gallery Godot, and the address is the address is six seven four eight San Fernando Road, Glendale, California nine one two zero one. We go on around ten o'clock. Death on the radio. There's also going to be uh, three other amazing bands, the Fags from OC <laughs> and uh, that's like Fags like cigarettes. <laughs> um, but they're, they're really cool with Kelly chaos. They're really, they're just really amazing. Um, and uh, white trash debutante and um, the, uh, the legendary Duchess Asad from, uh, she's played all over, you know, the world all over Los Angeles. You know, just amazing acts going to be at the show. And, um, and um, it's all ages. There's beer, there's wine, there's food, there's cake, there's me.
1: Mary Powers, <laughs> of, of course. And Death on the Radio. Now, will you um, w- will you come to our show sometime soon? Uh, again, we really dug your acoustic punk set. That was awesome.
8: Oh, my gosh, I would love to. That would be really fun. I, I really liked hanging with you guys.
1: Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to our Facebook picture, she posted a picture of her on, in our green room before she performed. She was riding my son's tricycle because we are <laughs> in a garage, ladies and gentlemen, in Tia Luisa's garage. Mary, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate the birthday uh, greeting very much. We'll see you soon, okay?
8: Yeah, totally. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That's Check awesome. Check out Acoustipunk. Acoustic acoustic punk. On our previous podcast, she really did get down a couple of – it was just the guitarist and her rocking. If, if this makes sense, an acoustic punk set. And I know there's a lot of people out there who watch American Idol, because even I do. And uh, and let me tell you. Even <laughs> I do. <laughs> and tell you what, she, she sang uh, uh, that rendition. But it was
6: really good. Was I had re- that song stuck in my head for like a week mm-hmm. after. Yeah, it was
1: awesome. Right? right on. It was awesome. But uh, we we is that that's got to cut uh, current events because we got to move on. We're running behind her. Oh, wait. We have time for one more. Go. Go. We have time for one more. Let's do it. <laughs> what the heck? Do it.
2: I thought current events ended like 20 minutes ago before Jonesy. the
1: um, No, we have more. <laughs> before Close the
2: it. white girl conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so what do we got? Josie, you got something?
2: Oh, I got a good one. Portland, Oregon. Neighborhood neighbors in a neighborhood basically had a house that they had suspected people were selling drugs out of for years and after telling the police over and over and over again, the police obviously were doing nothing. So, they devised a plan. Their plan, basically, were to make flyers saying cocaine for sale and actually put the address of the home and the homeowner's name.
1: Oh, dude, that's, <laughs> and, that's <laughs> and, fucked up, eh? What and, if they weren't?
2: And they handed out these flyers to the entire neighborhood, sent them to the police station, the fire station, basically everybody. They were just handing these out because they wanted them to get busted. Throughout um, the time that they were, they had been telling the police that you know they're selling drugs. There's illegal activity going on. Different homeowners were um, writing down license plate numbers, descriptions of people, taking pictures, surveillance cameras of all, um, surveillance video of all the people who were coming in and out of the house. Finally, when the police busted this house, they they were right. They arrested seven um, people who lived in the house and had all these leads of all the people who had been you know bringing them drugs, buying drugs from them. They found pills, cocaine, so, heroin. So they
1: did like a neighborhood watch.
2: Yeah. it A smear like, campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. Like when I was reading about it, it sucks Occupy to be the Occupy the
1: crack that- <laughs> house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Occupy the street, right? It's like everybody's own little version. It's about time. Like if nobody's listening to it, you got to get it done, you know, one way or another. And they got what they wanted. <laughs> And the police were all excited after because... I'm so
1: glad this is a marijuana-friendly state. <laughs> 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 the poli- let, let, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I'm vehemently against uh, marijuana <laughs> or any <laughs> kind of controlled substance.
2: Oh, Jose, those cookies? <laughs> uh, uh, I forgot to tell you. By the way. <laughs> Oops, uh, it was an anniversary thing.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> can I tell you we forgot to, that, that, that uh, we had Brendan Jeffrey on who's going to be on our show? Talk about Michael's Oh, Jeffrey on, call us. I'm sorry. We've been taking all these phone calls. I'm going to call him and see if he's there. In the meantime, um, we're going to, let me call him and see if he answers the phone. Um, um, in the meantime, I, I, dude, mm. do the signs, the stretch sign. <laughs> you yes? know? That do you one, want me to do yeah. Jeopardy let music? Yeah, let's go. No. Doo, 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 doo. Number doo, and dial again. Doo. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, let's let's hey, move Brandon, on. Did you get feelings, Holmes? Come on, answer! Don't get feelings.
9: Don't get feelings. so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you must be from Boston, answer. <laughs> 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 I think he sta- I think he. I think he stopped uh, listening because uh, I told him to wait up and we would get in touch with him. But for some reason, he didn't. Uh, you know, whatever. Anyways, back current events. Jackie, go ahead.
6: Okay, so I have another story uh there's controversy in the l a p d homicide division guys a twenty year veteran detective tweeted a picture of a murder victim and um he posted the pics with a caption that said, "Guess where I'm at. It never ends. The picture showed a 32 year old man shot to death from gang violence. Oh, no way, so people say so it's some cof- of the
1: guesses s- sopranos <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, a lat-
6: <laughs> he was a Latino homie, so <laughs> okay. it was Bloods or Crips, who knows. Um,
1: I just, just want to know who, what the answers were, you know?
6: <laughs> so people say it's crossing <laughs> the line. It's crossing the line. It that is crossing he the he line. shouldn't yeah. have done that. You know, that's offensive to his family, his friends. This is nothing that was put out there. I mean, I don't even know if his family members were notified before this picture was posted. Mm. And his response is that it would have been the same photo that the media would have taken. So what's the big freaking deal? So no, do you guys think it was crossing the line? No, or not? the
1: the, pr- the media doesn't put out those kind of photos. And frankly, he's 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 working outside the, the uh, his uh His job description. You don't do that. You don't do that kind of stuff. I
2: beg to differ. I saw a picture of Gaddafi all shot up in the news the other day, and it was terrible. But having said
1: that, I was about to say that. But having said that, that, I am very disgusted. So it's okay? I'm I'm disgusted and disheartened by the fact that the media was all showing the Mm -hmm. the corpse. Not only the corpse of of Gaddafi, but but just before he was killed and beat up and and everything. I thought it was terrible. No, but you know what's more terrible is that we're all cheese muscles, eh? (laughs) We yeah. all look people, at people it. People
6: want to see that. No, but
1: everybody here who's complaining about it saw it. But it's wrong. But you saw it? I had to turn you know, it around. I, I, literally, saw, I, it, it was I terrible. changed the channel.
2: I mean, I, I saw it and I was just like, yay, we got him. Yeah, oh, yeah, but you that's saw terrible. it. You see,
1: like, you wanted to see it. No, I walked You past pushed the TV. play or you clicked <laughs> or or you turned to that channel. No, you know, I changed you know or somebody I tweeted it. You
2: know what I saw even back in, what was it, 2004? when they uh, Or 2003 when they caught Saddam? On you know on the regular channels they wouldn't show him being hung, but I was at my grandparents' house and they're watching the Spanish news channel and voila! Oh look, there's Saddam Hussein getting hung. I couldn't believe it. The
1: Spanish channel gets away with murder. you ever see the clothes they wear, (laughs) (laughs) chill, chill.
2: But you tune
8: in. Hey, we do that
1: here at Twin Talk too, but you
4: can't see it, eh? Mm -mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time for our our guy Brendan Jeffrey on with uh with the uh with the the Michael Jackson Conrad Murray case. Hey, Brendan, are you on the line? This is Jose from Twin Talk. Brendan, say hello. He's not on the line. Brendan Jeffrion. Okay, listen to Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're not... Technical difficulties. We can't get Brendan on the line, but basically the trial's still going on, and he's gonna fry. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the uh, for the current events. We got to move on because because we're late. But you know what? Because uh, the blue agave has been standing by very politely over there, uh, waiting for their time while I ate all the cookies. <laughs> So Sorry, I just realized. So let's just <laughs> let's just get to them because they've been waiting patiently. The blue agave, ladies and gentlemen, were with us. are you guys having a side conversation while we're here, dude? I can't believe that. <laughs> hey, the real Jeff Johnson's getting hey. all the girls' home phone no, numbers. No, right? no,
2: no, 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 no. Je- it was Jeff's doing. He he just said we had some cute followers on the Twin Talk show. Yes, so we I do. was trying to make sure I filtered out the family there.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, from the Blue Agave sitting in Tia Luisa's garage, Stephanie Amado. And Andy Abad, Joe. Let's see if I got your mics up. Did you? Yes, Did you? yes, I do. Uh, Andy's over there. You know what? Let's give Andy a mic. Hand him a microphone. I. This is good. Let's go. Oh yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. can hear you. So first of all, first of all, thanks so much for being on our show. You guys were our first musical act. We really wanted to have you guys perform at the time, but we were at the
9: other station.
1: The other station, no. <laughs> you guys can't have anybody performing. No, but then the next day, they <laughs> had somebody performing.
9: Schwarzenegger station. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger station. So, um, well, first of all, thanks so much for being here. Awesome, awesome, thanks awesome. Thanks for having us. I've, I've been following you guys. You guys got great stuff going on. Andy, you've been doing some... Uh, let's talk about Andy real quick, if you don't mind, Stephanie. Not at all. Because um, I've been following you've been do- you. have you, been You're an accomplished musician, and, and you do some work. You just came off tour uh, with... Some other acts, right? Tell us about uh, that.
5: Oh, I've been uh, working with Pepe Aguilar. Uh, fantastic! Doing some shows with him, um, and it's been a lot of fun. He's Pepe
1: wonderful. Aguilar is like. Uh, uh, yeah, people know who Pepe Aguilar is. Uh, Search uh, it. Okay, I was gonna say you know for our people I didn't know. Okay, and Thank and S- and Stephanie, uh, who's been here on our show uh, with her other act as well, fantastic act, the the, the trio, The ellas. trio, ellas. Mm-hmm. Uh They were here on our f- our, our comeback live show, on uh, Cinco she- de Mayo, and we all got drunk. All I have to <laughs> say about Trio <Three> shoot! <laughs> real quick synopsis, because we talked about the Blue Agave, but I want people to, uh, um, uh, to uh, get an idea of who the Blue Agave is because uh, what comes to mind for me is Spaghetti Westerns and, and, uh, and surfer music slash Latino groove. What would you say? Is that how you say it?
5: That's pretty close. Yeah. I, I, I kind of sometimes say if Pulp Fiction soundtrack gone Latin, there you go. There you go. Yeah. You guys have
1: to check out the Blue Agave. Go to their web, uh, their Facebook page. I'm sure they don't mind me telling you to friend them on the on the Facebook. They're one of our friends, the Blue Agave. They've got awesome, awesome tracks. They are very, very cool. But, very cool. But I got to try to describe it to people because, but, because right now they're going to do an acoustic set. Yeah. But they really got a full-on electric sound now. Again. Think about Fender Stratocaster, Telecaster sounding type things with the twang and the wipeout type thing from the <laughs> 60s, but with a cool Latin flair, and F- vocals by, by Stephanie, and uh, just a really cool uh, you know, feel. So check them out. Today you're going to perform for us.
9: Yes. Yes, sir.
1: Tell us about what you're going to perform, please. What is it?
9: It's an old bolero. We're actually going to play it more traditional style. Oh, awesome. There's only a tra- two of us. A traditional track.
5: We, we we do this on the record, but we do our, our other little spin, uh-huh. our little Pulp Fiction spin on the album. But we're gonna give it a little more um, old school style. Awesome. Yeah. Think
1: Pulp Fiction when you think of their music. Today they're gonna break it down kind of old school. But since you ta- since you mentioned album, you guys got you guys brought something with us to, for you to. Yep.
4: Yeah.
5: Yes. Uh, we were. I was up very late last night um, <laughs> mixing this track. <laughs> nice. And Stephanie sang uh, her vocals last night. Um, it's just uh, it's been a hard process to get the album done. Uh, and we're getting very, very close, but this was a good motivator to finish one more track. So, So, ladies and
1: gentlemen, that track is going to be played at the end of the show. Stick around for that track. It's a brand-new track that we are going to uh, premiere here on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, but right now, The Blue Agave will be performing Historia de un Amor, old school. Ladies and gentlemen, The Blue Agave.
9: Adorarte para mí fue religión Y en tus besos yo encontraba El calor que me brindaba El amor y la pasión Es la historia de un amor Que me hizo comprender Pagándola después, ahí que vida tan oscura.
1: Fantastic. Ciao. That was awesome. That was awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, the Blue Agave. Thanks so much for doing that with uh, for us. It was old school. Now with us. I didn't hear you <laughs> singing, I brother. I said for us. <laughs> didn't I say for us? That was Andy Abad
5: and Stephanie Amado two of the Blue Agave. And please name the the rest of the guys. Craig McIntyre on drums, Pete Corpella on percussion and Dante Don Dante Pescuzo on base. Don Dante. They Don are. Dante. They are. They are not here now, but they do exist, indeed. They're in and, our
10: hearts.
1: And uh, you know what? Do you got anything coming up? Anything you want to pimp, or just the fact that Thursday
9: you're we're doing a tequila festival in oh. Walnut Park. Um. Tell, yeah. Tell them about tequila it. Tequila festival.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, there.
9: Cigar rolling, tequila tasting, nice.
5: cigars, tequila, mariscos, and blue yeah. oh, Man, uh, que más right? quieres? That sounds like my kind of <laughs> event. Well, that's. We're gonna be there. Awesome!
1: Thanks so much. In a little while, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the end, towards the end of the show, we're gonna play their new track exclusively here on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Stick around, listen to, to that after Angels Chill Lounge. Remember, after the Chill Lounge, we premiere a brand new track by the Blue Agave. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Blue Agave. <coughs> Thanks,
6: guys. Th- Thank, you. Thank
1: you. So now I think I guess now we really really got to get to our our guy uh, um, Brendan Jeffery. Hey Amber Mendez. Just posted on Facebook, she said, "Woo, blue agave." Anyway, so now we gotta get we gotta get the info on Michael Jackson. And then we're gonna come back with the Cineverse, right? So uh, let's see if, if let's see if we got Jeffrey on the phone this time. Hey, hey, Brandon, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Can you hear us?
11: Hey, good evening, guys. How are you?
1: Sorry about the uh, technical issues, and you know what? We tried to get to you earlier, but we got all these people calling us and wishing us happy birthday. So thanks for your patience, my man.
11: Happy belated birthday to you guys. You're busy. I understand.
1: Anyway, hey, listen. Michael Jackson's defense started this week. Tell us about it. Or, or, I'm sorry, Conrad it's, Murray.
11: Yeah, it's been a, it's been kind of a crazy week. And uh, here's it all in in a quick wrap for you. The defense came out of the gates yesterday, if you will, calling to the stand six out of fift- fifteen witnesses, including a longtime doctor of uh, Michael Jackson, who testified that the pop star had a sleep disorder for many, many years. Now, uh, today was a very emotional day in court. The nurse practitioner who treated Jackson in the months before his death broke down several times while she was on the stand. As she testified that the singer had asked for propofol to help him sleep, but that she refused to administer it. Now, we also saw more of the Jackson family in court today. Janet and LaToya had been noticeable, uh, noticeably absent the last couple of weeks, but they were back in the courtroom Tuesday taking the seat closest to the jury. Also today, we heard wow. testimony from Randy Phillips. Uh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I just want to talk about the fact that the, the the defense called that nurse who said that Michael Jackson had asked her for propofol and that she denied it. How could that be? How could that be a friendly witness? It sounds like it implies that the you know she did the right thing, but Conrad Murray didn't. That sounds like a hostile witness Correct.
11: to me. Correct. And it, it, it's funny because you and I, you know, we keep going back and forth. But I feel like we talk about this every week. I just feel like every week that this, this defense team keeps dropping lower and lower. You know what I mean? They're really right. not helping themselves right. if they want to win this.
1: Right. And she cried and wept, which makes people cry and weep if at least inside. Over Michael Jackson's death, boy, that was probably that sounds like a stupid move as far as the uh, the defense is concerned. I think he's gonna fry.
11: Yeah, this is, and they're saying, you know, this is this is all starting to wrap up, and it's gonna be coming to a close. Um, And at this point, from what I've understood. Tomorrow, there's going to be five character witnesses for the defense team, but we uh, have not been told their names or you know who they are and their relationship to you know who's involved in this. So So it'll be interesting to see who else comes forward.
1: So basically, saying that Dr. Conrad Murray was a good guy, whatever, whatever. That's what they're trying to say.
11: Right, because they're you know at this point they're crunching to you know really push for him, but it's it's not looking good. I don't think.
1: Okay, so Brendan, I know you're reporting on this, but what's your what's your uh, you know prediction?
11: I personally think, and I've thought of this all along, ever since the defense has you know started speaking. I think that he's going to be found guilty. There's just you know he he got. Caught in a trap with the fact that, you know, we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago, where, right. you know, they had, with the bottle, they had, you know, there wasn't, it wasn't, what am I trying to say here? It wasn't Michael Jackson's fingerprints on the bottle that was found next to the bed. Right. So, they, you know, they got, you know, stuck in the corner with that. No, There's but, just so much stuff that but, but they're Brendan, not but, helping themselves with.
1: But, Brendan, I was asking about Obama. And the presidential election. I wasn't talking about Michael Jackson.
11: <laughs> Don't listen to him,
1: Brendan. <laughs> hey, Brendan. Oh man, what's Bre- going on? No, I'm kidding. If you care to give us a prediction on the politics, go on, brother. But you know what? Thanks so much for being on the air. Thanks for doing this for us. See you next week on this.
11: Sounds good. Have a great night, guys.
1: Thanks a lot, man. That's Brendan Jeffrey. I'm with the um, Conrad Murray. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, uh, update I think we got the perfect guy for it man He's, he seems like a cool cat and uh, and it's a pretty weird uh, trial and uh, I think he brings it into perspective how's that okay so <laughs> he sure does so now thanks Holmes thanks, thanks for doing that essay so now we have uh, like we promised before that we were gonna have the geniuses from the com. that's spelled the C-I-N-E-V-E-R-S-E dot com. The reason why they're here, ladies and gentlemen, is because we are coming upon the Halloween week or ho- Halloween day thing, whatever. Halloween. Holiday. And what best time to talk about horror films than now? And, you know, the guys from the Cineverse, they know about films. And I'll tell you why. Because I said so. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be why. Ladies and gentlemen, Cordell Chrisman, and Dave Brown from thecineverse.com.
12: Ooh. What's up, world? What's up, everybody? Hey,
1: Dave, first of all, thank you for uh, not questioning me when I asked you to get up and get me that beer. That's oh, very nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I am the guest. <laughs> He's good at those things. Angel, uh, think physics when you move that mic so it doesn't fall. Think physics, counterbalance and balance. I didn't go to that class. Eh? I was, <laughs> I I was, was ditching, sucking. man. <laughs> so uh, let's see. We got to move that mic so it's a little better for him to, to reach and everything. Turn it up, whatever. So let me have a – okay. So Cordell and Dave, for the listeners who haven't listened to you guys yet or haven't gotten the show, if you guys want to listen to them, uh, they're on a previous podcast called The Cineverse on the Twiniverse. Go to their webpage. They got cool-ass reviews on films like you've never seen, okay? Forget – E- Ebert and them. Of course, they're the pros from back in the day, but we got the pros from the future now. They're out of so. touch. So <laughs> Describe the Cineverse for people.
12: Well, the Cineverse is a place for fans to go to see what other fans think. Um, right now, we just do movie reviews, but eventually we're going to branch out to all forms of social media. Um, but, like, yeah, like we said, um, it's a place for fans to go. Um, our motto is you don't need a degree in film or journalism to know when you wasted your money at a theater, <laughs> right?
10: <laughs> and that's the, that's the other thing. We actually we'll, – we'll pay the matinee price. We'll pay the full price to go and see the movie so we feel like we can give you that more objective view because, you know, these other film critics, they're going to press screenings. They're going to free screenings. The studios paying for them to come out to the hotel and watch the movie. And just by that, in general, they're going to be a little more lenient on the film. You know, we're paying the money for it, so if we think it's bad, we're not going to pull any punches on yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to tell you, anyway, right and, say, and indeed, save and your money.
1: Indeed, uh, there was a big scandal about that because uh, the the reviewers that review it unfavorably. A film. We're no longer invited to those nice mm-hmm. posh events. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and so gentlemen, guys pay for your own red vines. You so, told them, huh? you said all what? Of it. What all was all that? Out the pocket, was that quote? <laughs> you don't need a degree and all that stuff. Yeah,
12: you do not need a degree in film or journalism to know when you wasted your money. So, we
1: got a, a couple of guys who are willing to pay matinee who are high school dropouts. <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> not quite.
12: Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm kidding.
1: No, dude, you got it wrong. They're beauty school dropouts. Uh, now we're talking. <laughs> yes. yeah. I, my
10: mother said I had a face for radio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're going to be um, in the future. You're going to be going out to branching out to other uh, media like uh, Absolutely. We're online hit. radio. What's your uh, current uh, review of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel?
12: It's a great show. Um, I love the dynamic. Oh. Um, yeah, one of them is a little crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> 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 that's bro. That,
1: don't, you don't have to hurt my brother's feelings. <laughs> <yet. laughs>
12: it's a great show. I think it really. Thank you. It's, it's something new. Well, uh, it's actually very course.
10: much, very much in the same vein that the the Cinerverse tries to hit. We're not. You guys aren't these. You know, these big broadcast guys that have been in the business for you know millions of years. You're not Dick Clark, who's 150 years old. Right. <laughs> <You're>, you know, <laughs> regular guys reaching regular people, and that's what we love about it, and that's what we. Try to bring Just Right on.
1: So, guys, listen. Well, you don't have to be a radio personnel to be a Twin Talk <laughs> host. Nicely <laughs> said. You might have to be a twin, you though. You might be, <laughs> mar- you're gonna be a twin. You know, that's like over there. I was trying to use their motto, you know. Okay, so let's move on real quick. So now we're here. We're talking about Halloween because uh, it is that time of year. And uh, so we want to talk about the fact that, you know, what – I mean uh, it's a good time to take a date Jackie before before or uh, since you have a mic still and we'll talk yes. to Jonesy too I like before we move on with the Cineverse guys I do want to talk about I do want to ask you guys what makes what makes uh, what makes a good um date horror flick for you Jackie
6: Okay I'm going to be totally honest Let's make it short I don't like scary movies <laughs> I can't do it I can't eh. do it but That's but it would be a good idea for a guy to take me because I will be in his shoulder
10: like this that's the whole time. <laughs> so wear proper deodorant is what I'm hearing. Since, <laughs> since the, the mid-80s, that's, that's been the idea. That's that, all that's, I'll do. The, that's why slasher films exist. So mm-hmm. men can take women to them so they get scared and curl up into them. There's you know, there's no other reason because uh-huh. yes. they're how
1: ba- terrible. How about you, Josie? Let's hear what Josie has to say about um, it. I like
2: slasher movies. Watch Saw, I don't think. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm gonna have my limbs ripped from my body. But like, if I watch something crazy
4: about a church, yeah, I'm scared.
1: <laughs> like Madea's like angry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, th- that shit can happen, eh? But she's out
12: there, <laughs> causing a ruckus. Madea's gonna get you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so let's get to the guys. Let's get to the geniuses. Okay, about films, we learn. We heard from the girls. Let the real men talk.
12: Ooh, <laughs> your words, not mine.
1: <laughs> okay, so, uh, all right, let me ask you guys, what, what, what would make, what is the ingredients of a good horror film?
12: Well, first we've got to talk about the difference between scary movies and horror movies. Like, there's a big thing, people think they're mutually exclusive, this is not the case. Absolutely not. Yeah, um, a horror movie has a, has a very specific goal. That goal is to frighten the audience. Whereas a thriller can be scary, like Seven, let's say. Oh, that's seven a bad is a scary film. movie. Scary movie, <laughs> thrilling movie, yeah. not a horror. Not a horror movie because the intent is on plot and story not to scare the audience.
1: Okay. But yeah. that's scary as shit. When the guy, You know what was scary? So what, horror is... Uh, I was just saying something, dude. There you go again. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm. But the to scary catch. part, that scary part, when he walks in and uh, uh, the two cops are walking to the police station and Kevin Spacey's standing there all bloody and says... Oh, yeah." like arrest me that would be that would scare the shit out of scare the hell out of me
12: yeah i mean it's a frightening scene however the movie itself its point was to get across a very well story it's frightening it's scary <laughs> no okay. but that's hey, a i hear you movie. i hear you. I'm, you kidding. Are, I'm kidding yeah, <laughs> yeah. and the
1: horror flick is the one at the movies that's got people jumping and talking shit don't go in there don't go in there why'd you go in there yes <laughs> <laughs> you ever notice the white folks still go in there
10: <laughs> all the time that's <laughs> because we they know better wait he goes wait <laughs> wait the, the circuit breaker's in that room. I'm going <laughs> to turn the lights back. Everything will be fine. Okay. Relax. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay.
12: I'll be right back. That's cool.
1: That's a cool distinction, brother. I'm glad you brought that up, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's move on. So what do you – uh, you concur then? You concur Absolutely. with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so uh, and when you – for you, okay, what's the one – what is a scary – let me rephrase that because we were talking horror and thriller. But when it comes to scary, I mean, does it have – to me too much gore is not, it doesn't scare the hell out of me that's does it have to be, have yeah, gore yeah and
10: that's so what's wrong with horror movies today um we they've just been upping the gore Monty python did it in the 70s and you can see too much gore it just takes you completely out of the reality of a movie mm-hmm. and that's really what they've they've decided horror movies are now from you know for the past Decade. All all we've been able to expect from a horror movie is buckets of blood, and and the odd you know pop up at the screen scare. Nothing nothing to really make you go. That movie was horrifying. Saw one, two, three, and four. Exactly the
12: takeover of the torture films. The saws, the hostels. You know even the Mm. remake of the Hills Have Eyes. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that was disgusting. It's just about.
6: (laughs) That's the reason why I stopped because I saw the Hills Have Eyes one. Never again. That was the last scary movie I went to see. Horror has
10: become. Gross you out rather than scare you, frighten you. You're not yeah. so the girls aren't going to grab hold of you because they're afraid Freddy Krueger's around the corner. The girls are going to grab hold of you because they're going to vomit soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so don't take your chick to a gory film, man. You want to, you know, you want to get some later. <laughs> you want to <laughs> get some later. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's go. Let's move. On. Let's start on that. Let's try and see if we can get through the top ten horror films that, in your opinion, and in our, your and expertise, in your why. expertise. Okay, so. What did you break? In, is there a what? What is the criteria for, him, for your top ten?
10: Top these are top, and this is going to probably surprise a lot of people. A lot of people will are, be angry. These, with these are this list. ten films that we've chosen that when we saw in the theater, terrified us. Yeah. And you okay, know, you know there are some movies that are terrifying, there's some movies that aren't.
12: Some Can movies are general, um, textbook horror films you will find on this list. Some you will never think to be a scary movie.
10: Do you have to see a movie in the theater for it to scare the hell out of you? No, no. But you know if you're going to watch. If you want to be scared by a scary movie, you got to see it in the cold dark. Yes. You know, of that's, the theater. That's, if, yeah. you, if you're in the cold dark of the theater, it's definitely going to hit you a little more. Remember,
1: cold and dark for me was the original The Thing. Remember, we saw that Angel. Oh. Dude, oh yeah, it was in the it was in the summertime, and the air conditioner was full blast, and we were wearing swim trunks and a T-shirt. Okay, so let's move on. Let's here? <laughs> hear it. it fucking I, cold. I want to hear it. Now, now we got you got some audio. Did we plug you in here? Uh yeah, I'm plugged in. Okay, let's see what we got here. Okay, so let's go. Let's uh
10: let's start with let's start with our first one here. We'll play it. And let's see if you, guys, okay. if you guys know what it is. That's okay. Some good ones in here. All right, here we go.
12: The three stooges? <laughs> no, that was Jaws. Jaws. Uh, Jaws. Yeah. Uh, now people when we say Jaws, we're like, that's not a horror movie. Like, Think about it. When you saw Jaws, that shark was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the scariest thing.
1: How in the many world. children? Grew up traumatized to go. No, no longer go in the water. Just
10: when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. And exactly. What's
1: your favorite line in Jaws, Cordell?
10: That's a bad hat, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a great one. That's a great one. I don't remember that one, but that sounds good. That's a good one. We're going
1: to yeah. need a bigger boat. That's my favorite yeah. line. <laughs> great
10: thing about that line, uh, Roy Shatter ad-libbed that on the spot. Oh. That's not. That's not a real line. Yeah, right You know on. what? That's
1: mm-hmm. a very interesting choice. That you, uh, we're thinking Halloween. We're thinking uh yeah, ghouls and goblins, and you come up with a shark.
10: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna t- we're tell gonna you surprise ten movies you that will. You sit down. You're gonna get scared.
1: Did I tell you why the guys are the geniuses, Angel? <laughs> I
10: mean, we try. We try. I real came hard. up
1: with my top ten. Now I got to figure out. Keep talking. In the meantime, I try to fix audio here. Sounds like we have got a, a, a stereo issue. But uh, uh, um, uh, as far as Jaws is concerned. The neat thing about Jaws is that you rarely see the shark, but it's scares exactly. the hell out of you. Let's well, talk the, about it. The,
10: the interesting thing about that is that wasn't on purpose. The shark was meant to be seen a consistently lot. through the film, but they had technical problems with it so often that it, was, it just turned out that they couldn't show it to you as much as they want, and that helped. Yeah, that, the I shark mean,
12: only worked in maybe 25%, yeah, 25% of the time, and that's, time. that's a high number. That's why you don't see it very much, but that's also why the movie was so good.
4: <laughs>
6: they have it at the Universal like the Studios C- tour now. It works every I time I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you
4: <know>.
12: Every
6: time <laughs> it pops up at me. I'm like, shit, I wish you didn't work today. You
12: know, 30 years <laughs> of, technology, <laughs> of, of technology will do that for
4: you. <laughs> I
1: have some co workers, too, that pop up all the time. I wish they didn't work <laughs> <you were> <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, so let's think. That's a really interesting <laughs> choice. I like the way you started, I, I I'm liking it already. Let's see. Movie number nine on your list. All right, here we go. Let's hear it. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with
2: some... Oh, my gosh. Ears. I know it. <laughs> nice oh, I know this one.
1: Let, let's hear it, though. It's creepy. <laughs>
12: you all know it. Oh, yeah. Signs of the Lambs. <laughs> I mean... Now, again, not a traditional horror film by definition, but... One of the scariest movies ever. Okay. You've okay. Ever seen. Uh, oh my god. Now, when,
1: why wouldn't that be a thriller? Why would that file under the thriller and not horror?
12: Um, again, because the intent of the movie is not to scare the audience; it is to tell a chilling story. Okay. As opposed to shock value.
1: Okay, but it's still one of those movies that'll fall under your top ten.
12: Absolutely.
10: Was, uh, if we're talking scary movies, nothing. Yeah, there's nothing scarier than. Well, do you than know, you, do. Do you know
1: what? The only thing the, what really scares me about that movie. Is that I can't tell if Jodie Foster is a man or a woman.
12: So you don't know how to feel about her? Is that would scare her. Yeah, you? there you go. I,
10: I like I Jodie find, Foster. I She's find cute. I attractive, but exactly. I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> exactly.
12: <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Another interesting thing about Science Lambs is um, Anthony Hopkins won the Academy Award for this role. For However, best supporting actor, yeah. He's only on screen for less than
10: 15 minutes.
2: Mm. He right. he's that scary though. Yeah,
10: I he mean, is, his scenes are so powerful. Whenever you, whenever you think Silence of the Lambs, first thing you think of, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter. I didn't but literally, ninety percent of the film, he's not in. And he's what? It what, was was, th- was that like, was like a ninety minute
1: film or? Yeah,
10: it's, no, <laughs> no, it's two two plus hours. <laughs> wow. a, it's actually a long film. It doesn't
1: feel like it because it's a well, fantastic yeah, because
10: film. Because you're you're so electrified the whole time, you're just like. Whoa!
1: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, do do you guys think, I'm, I'm asking questions to these people on the, on, that are listening, do you think of Silence of the Lambs as a Halloween date movie? I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Curious, curious. Do you guys know the new guy? You ever watched that comedy, the new guy? They did a little spoof of the Silence of sure, the yeah, Lambs. Sure, they yeah. did. Yes, yeah.
12: they did. That was pretty With cool. With the mask. With the mask. <laughs> Which is still <laughs> chilling to this day, that mask.
1: Ooh. Linda Hart chimes in. She says, I love the Cineverse Guys, they're so cute. What's up, Josie?
10: Oh, thank mm. you. You're cute too. <laughs> Josie, that works. Talk. No. I I'm the handsome black guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was backwards. <laughs>
1: okay, so number nine. Eight eight. Eight. Oh eight. eight. <laughs> we can count. <laughs> All right, it's right, here.
10: It. Here we
7: go. One other thing. I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over. Windows found some shredded Long Johns, but the name tag was missing. They could be anybody's.
12: That's the Kurt thing, Russell. The yeah. thing. the
10: original, the thing. The Kurt yeah. Russell,
1: the thing. Awesome movie.
10: For me, this is this is textbook scary movie. This is this is Stan Winston. This is monsters. This is John Carpenter. This is just this is what exactly what you want from your horror film. <laughs> it's that a month
1: that Vato's head falls off the table, <laughs> upside down, and all of a sudden grows acrin- arachnid legs. That's right, <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well,
10: and what the great thing is is this is a great combination of of scary. It's scary gore. It's not overly gore. It's not overly bloody, but it's scary gore mixed with with thrilling suspense. Because the great thing about it is you don't trust any of the characters because any one of them could be this scary monster. So you're afraid that one of your characters is a monster, and then when the monster's on screen, you're afraid of the monster. So yeah. they get a, kind of a double whammy there.
1: And there's also the sense of claustrophobia because you can't go anywhere. You're stuck yeah, in you're an, stuck an Antarctica.
10: Antarctica, That's Antarctica
1: it. you can't go anywhere. I mean, there's those scary movies where when you're in a neighborhood, you could always run and jump in your car and drive away. Not this one dude. You're stuck in Antarctica, yeah, you know. You're,
10: go. you're stuck there and he's stuck there with you. <laughs> yeah. How about that
1: scene? What was that scene when they were all the three of three guys or two guys were tied to a couch and they were and testing doing the blood test? The blood test. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy turns to a thing and the other guys tied to him. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. "God, that. that, that
10: Get me out of here. Get me like, out. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Remember we watched that one, Angel? We went to see a film, and we snuck in to see that one. Yeah, we we oh. were at the movies all day. I think we saw like three or four yeah. movies that day. We snuck in to watch it. It was freezing. It was the middle of summer. It was cold in that theater, and the film takes place in Antarctica. Antarctica, yeah. You're already feeling claustrophobic and cold. I had no idea. I'd never seen the trailer, and then you see the dog at the, at the at beginning. in the cages. No, yeah. in the cages. When You, you know, the, the guy was trying to shoot the dog, so they put him in the cages, and all of a sudden he starts to turn into the thing and the, the best thing in.
10: about the this new one uh, that was just out it was the prequel and if you guys are thing oh, fans prequel yeah it was you guys are oh. thing fans it was it took place at the Norwegian camp uh-huh. where the spaceship was oh is, so I'm gonna we watch have it. a no, blog review
12: yeah. on our website check us out. about this new thing so please go and check that the out. cool
10: thing about it is the very last scene of the movie is that dog running across the snow with right it in the helicopter so okay that's then that's I'm gonna cool. go see
1: it I thought they were trying to duplicate it but the chick was playing
10: it is a prequel a prequel. It not would be not as good as the as the original, in my opinion. But read the blog, you'll find out. Uh, yeah. It's John Carpenter, dude. Awesome. How do you top John? Okay. So let's
1: go number seven.
10: All right, this is a, it's a small clip, but uh, diehard horror fans should should recognize it.
7: Beware the moon, David.
1: Do you wear the moon, David? <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> beware, beware the moon, the moon David. Uh, it must be. Hold on. It must be like, I know what it is. It's the werewolf it's yeah American American werewolf, American London. werewolf in, in London.
10: London not Paris no, yeah well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remembers Paris Andy, Andy really
12: knows right. that one ch- great movie. that yeah. is it's yeah. one
10: of these great scariest of horror, films oh, thank you. Thank, you thank you <laughs> <laughs>
12: yeah great movie um, also again now that one I would classify under classic horror
10: absolutely um, classic because history. it is
12: you know lots of things going on but it's well made it's well made you're genuinely scared enduring this movie, and it's not because of the buckets of blood.
1: Now the uh, buckets of blood. Yeah, that's now, right. <laughs> now that w- that entered uh, um, a, a, a certain of a, um, a new era in f- special effects. because Absolutely they won the Academy Award for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And it, it's, you see the the hair of the all they did was videotape y- you when you get pissed off. <laughs> really? uh, Rick Baker,
10: <laughs> Rick Baker, who most of you guys would probably know from being the special effects master on the original Star Wars films. Uh, worked with John Landis, who wrote and directed the film, and they created that effect of of uh, David just turning into this werewolf. Well, and you can see the follicles of yeah. hair actually coming mm-hmm. out. of It's his skin. just one of mm-hmm. the most memorable scenes in industry. Hey,
1: I don't know, Ben, but you know, maybe I, I didn't go to class that day. But I don't know who does special effects in movies, Holmes. Rob Bottin. Go see the movie, Rob eh? Bottin. <laughs> uh, Stan Winston. Stan Winston. Rick, Rick Baker. Oh yeah, yeah, I we know this. Oh yeah, I had a, I had a beer with him the other day. I had, I had <laughs> yeah, a really good guy. Charlie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's cool. That's yeah. good to know. I used to have a subscription years ago to the Twilight Zone magazine. Okay. Which, which talked about not just about Twilight Zone, but it, they, uh, they had short stories in the genre. They also did uh, screenplays, and they talked about special effects and, and films and things like that. So I read up on a lot of that stuff back in the 80s. So now we're down to what, number seven? We're up to number seven. Six, 6 Six. I, You're off. Oh, you know what I need? One of those ring girls with the, uh, that you see at the fights and with oh, the a bikini walking around. Top, girls, don't yeah. we all. <laughs> <laughs> just Jeff
6: Johnson. You can just put a Speedo on. The no, real Jeff Johnson. The real, a real Jeff, Jeff Johnson. Johnson. We'll see how real you are. Huh? <laughs> it's
1: a little cold out, so I don't know. <laughs> all right, number six. six. All right.
4: Here.
12: Johnny. <laughs> Come on! Yeah. What list would be complete without the Johnny
1: Carson show? <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh terrifying, terrifying,
12: terrifying! Classic <laughs> man. No, um, the Shining, of course. Um, again, classic. I'm sure nobody will, would, would would buck us on this. Yes, gym.
10: you know if we're gonna talk Stephen King films made into movies, that's at least the the all time scariest. One movie.
1: of the scariest books I have ever read. I read <laughs> I read the Stephen King The Shining, I, I, uh As we listen to uh, the chopper overhead, the ghetto bird, fantastic (laughs) thing again. Back to claustrophobia. You're in a stuck uh, in that hotel. Stuck in that Mm -hmm. hotel during a blizzard. You can't go anywhere. Also, classic haunted house with a twist because it's a hotel.
10: Yeah. Yeah, and what's great about it is half of the movie there's no violence, but you're still terrified because you're slowly watching Nicholson go crazy, Mm -hmm.
12: and you're just like. And he plays that so well, and that, that so well.
10: Scary as it is
1: already, right? yeah, he's a scary individual.
10: <laughs> yeah, yeah one that's is. a creepy kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really neat because
1: it's a, it is—it's a haunted house story, and uh, who's not afraid yeah. of a haunted Jose, house?
2: Jose is a big Stephen King aficionado, and I mean, I saw these movies as a kid. So, just like, I mean, thinking about The Shining scares the shit out of me. Because (laughs) I was entirely too young to be watching it. (laughs) To be watching With him. You know? (laughs) I was entirely (laughs) too young to be watching
10: it. (laughs) If we got 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 a Stephen King fan over here, I'm going to get a special shout out to The Langoliers. I'm the only one.
1: (laughs) The movie sucked, but the book (laughs) was pretty good. Pretty good. Now, one thing I want to ask you guys I really enjoyed the, uh, is it Jack Webber uh, miniseries of The Shining? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I yeah. thought it was very true to the book and fantastic. Mm. Not
10: great thing about miniseries is they have a lot more time to take it. Like because they did a miniseries of The Stand a few years back, yeah. also pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just because they have the time to really right. hit that detail. Because I mean, I don't know if anybody out there's read The Stand, and if you haven't, you should. But it's yes. thicker than the Bible. I, I, <laughs> I read Four both piece, versions. Yeah. I read
1: the 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 big version and the little version. Uh, real quick, real quick. Miniseries was before the internet. Now a miniseries is something you catch on YouTube for like <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Now, neat thing about Stephen King, I just want to touch on before we move on, is that uh, I, I like the fact that he um, he takes regular folks and he kind of puts them in, in situations that are almost plausible, mm-hmm. you know. And it's really about you know, the psyche of the people. The scariest character I've ever seen on his movies, and I love his movies, is that. Bitch on the mist, dude. That religious bitch. Oh. <laughs> you want to talk? You want to
10: talk? You know oh, me, You want to talk mean old ladies and Stephen King films? I'm gonna just bring up Kathy Bates and uh, uh, oh, the oh, misery, oh, the misery. Oh, misery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay, so number five. All right, here we go.
1: The power of Christ. Ah. Uh. Cut that, please. <laughs> That's I right. don't even want yeah, <laughs> <another> to
12: <laughs> you don't need to know the title, but you know. <laughs> you all know you all know it's the exorcist. No yeah.
10: movie I can recall in recent history scared me almost as much as that one. Okay,
1: okay. Can I ask and of course for those people who don't know, it's The Exorcist with Linda Blair. Um, Max von Sideout. Ma- yeah, and who the director was uh, I forgot what her name, but but what? Oh, sh- John Carpenter. No, it starts with a, it's a D. <laughs> uh, there's a D name in there. Anyway, so um, um Why? Why does it creep people so much? And why is it not number one? That's my question.
12: Um, Well, you'll see the rest of the list. Okay. Uh, That's why it's not number one. But I think the reason it creeps people out so much is because we live in a society where religion is very heavy. Most,
10: 90% of the world would consider themselves believers in one way or another of a higher power. Mm -hmm. And, you know, take it, this plays on that belief and says, you know, if you believe in this, you believe in this as well. You and guys know that. What could you
1: guys know that on our Facebook, we we did a poll to see what is your favorite or what do you think is the scariest movie of all. That one was by far number one. Absolutely. from all our it usually is, is the number one on the list. But you yeah. only gave them f- a few choices. Yeah, uh, but uh, some people added. there were so it's an unscientific add, uh, poll, but <laughs> it's part of the twin Twimpire <laughs> right? exit, exit polls. Say,
10: but again, this this just brings uh, up my. It was you know, a Gallup poll. My uh, my <laughs> point of. You know, look at this. I mean, the Exorcist came out in the 70s, but it also won two Academy Awards and was nominated for best picture. Yeah. And it's like it is the definition of a horror film. What has happened to the horror films of today?
0: Yeah, it's a
1: good That's point. Right. You know what's interesting about that film is that it's a fa- it's a great they, it's a really deep and profound story about a uh, a woman who was a single mom who's still trying to make it and she's living her they're all, they're high, her high people. life as an actor and then A young priest psychologist who's questioning his own faith, Mm -hmm. and uh, who's just come up, uh, come, gotten past the death of his mother, uh, who was who was uh, mentally ill, and so he's questioning his faith. So, what an opportune time for why you do this to me, dummy? No, <laughs> why you do this to me? Oh, you're creeping me out. So, <laughs> what an opportune time for the devil to kind of come in cause this because single he, he, yeah, this single mother with this little girl they, and they
10: just give you they give, they present your characters and they what they what they focus on is their spiritual vulnerabilities and that's so he goes <laughs> like you know so if you guys have any cracks in your spiritual armor he's just gonna get right in and there. who doesn't you know what who, who doesn't? doesn't there was right? there
1: was a crack in the car when I was looking at that movie in the in the drive in when I was a kid <laughs> a little crack <laughs> on the freaking. What? The seats, <laughs> man. I, I was looking through the crack, and I... Are you I, making up stories again? <laughs> no, I, the first time I saw this movie, you, you were there, Jose. Uh, I wasn't in no crack. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That shit scared the hell out of me, man. I was in the drive, in my uh, deals. Uh, that was a Fire scary movie. Thing, scary but. movie. So, uh, The Exorcist, that was five. I, yeah. I, I got I to gotta tell you, I really thought about this, and I thought for sure Exorcist would be number one. So...
10: Definitely top five. I'm very curious.
1: I'm curious what the next ones are. Okay, number four.
10: Four, here we go. All right.
12: Now, that one's a little more obscure, but for all you zombie movie fans, it's 28 Days Later.
1: 28 Days Later. I did like that one. Mm
12: -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the best zombie films made simply because of the way... They took it, the, the story, and how the characters react in the situation. like That's genuine fear. I did like that, that. because
1: there's been a lot of zombie movies that just are crappy. And yeah, are, they
10: just fall flat. There's
1: gratuitous gore. <laughs> this And their head rolls off. And, but this, <laughs> two things about this. I agree with that, the fact that the characters, uh, they make you feel like you're there, you're with them, you're scared. But what's interesting is those zombies could run. Yeah, these are, was,
10: speed. That was what <laughs> made them they terrifying. Dive, I, yeah. That's what made them terrifying because they're like, Okay, a zombie movie, we're gonna in uh, ready for the zombie movies. Oh my god, why are they oh. <laughs> yeah. you want to run with the You're like, oh yeah. They're like All you're a sprinting.
1: zombie, you're supposed to drag one foot. <laughs> what
10: is going on? Oh, no. Ram- <laughs> Romero, you lied to us. Didn't
12: yeah. you read the script? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was, yeah, you're absolutely right. The running and the and the and the fact that these zombies are just uh, can be just as human as you are. Strength and agility and all that, so you're facing an army of regular people. That's what I was going
1: to say because um, when I watched that film, most zombies have this kind of uh, stoic face. These these ones were angry. They They're would angry. look they at got, you. They got and angry,
10: they, bloody faces, and you just you you just want to get away. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're trapped in the theater. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a pretty good one. Huh? Oh, yeah.
1: As far as zombie films, pretty good. Okay, so number number three. Number
10: three. Number
1: three.
8: Get away from her you bitch. <laughs> oh yeah.
10: Awesome. Aliens 2. Cameron. That's oh. right. Aliens. aliens, James Cameron. James Cameron. Okay. Really I want to I want to say it's mostly I, I, we consider Aliens 1 and 2 part of like a, a, the same sort of mythology because it's like she escapes and she goes back. But, yeah, you know. Wouldn't that fall, though, but under but science, fiction. A science fiction? That's science fiction. Explain that. You, know, you got
1: to explain it to do son. You know, <laughs>
10: science fiction, drama, action, adventure, Western, whatever you call it. You know. If you're those scared. we we'll If you're you scared, know, if you're, you're, scared, scared <laughs> you're scared. You can have a horror take place in space. You can have a horror take place in the Old West. You can have a horror take place in the 1930s gangster era. You know, we're, when we talk genre, we think location. You know, but it's saying like it's, it was a space, but it was a horror film. And, you know, you spend all of your time. Terrified of these aliens. And what are they called? Do you guys have a name for them? No, they're just called aliens. (laughs) And you're just like, you know, you see those things, you're like, Non-humanoid aliens, Ill-
12: which is really, really refreshing because these days all the aliens got yeah, uh, two yeah. legs and two arms. Are they hanging legs. out at Home Depot? Right? Yeah. <laughs>
4: wow! Oh, shat oh, it, man. Low oh. blow, low oh. blow, Jose. Oh. Look at Jackie.
12: I, I, I was waiting <laughs> for that one. That was a low oh, blow, Jose. Oh. Adios. That's not okay.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love so, it.
12: So number two. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: moving on.
1: Okay, moving on to number two. Although Wrigley was pretty badass, I thought she was badass. Yeah, See? she
10: was. She. Well, I'm saying yeah. Ripley was was one of the
1: That's a oh that's oh, say Ripley? Ripley You said, said Ripley I'm thinking yeah, baseball Ripley. guys so Ripley field That's a she- great thing
10: Ripley if you uh, yeah there's the ladies out there that's like one of the number one female you know heroines, heroines. out there Yeah She's she's, she, a badass she's hot and she's
1: a she's <laughs> a cougar Shut up. <laughs> Oscar Takahashi's chimed in. He goes, Twenty eight days later. Yes. All right. Well there you go, Oscar. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so number Lulu number Uri- Lourdes Lourdes Orizable says Fallen with Denzel Washington.
10: Oh, mm, that definitely goes on my list. And mostly it's my list of bad movies. But <laughs> uh, Okay, let's
1: talk <laughs> about that. Why?
12: Oh God, uh, that's I don't think, yeah, the acting I think was subpar. I don't think it would the direction was there. Um, I do think it could have been.
1: You're gonna, better. you're gonna crush. That's
10: interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's no, just she my like, opinion, if she likes know. that that kind of movie, she should check out Devil's Advocate. If she hadn't seen that one, I like Devil's that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino. That's that's a good one. Our, um, oh
1: I. God. I think that but, was a good uh, use of the Rolling Stones song. You know, <laughs> but you know what? That, to <laughs> me, it creeped me out because it it goes back to the old thing, like. Uh, you the know we talk, we talk about exorcism and mm-hmm. religion, you believe in if you believe in good, you believe in evil right. and Satan and all that stuff like y- you feel sometimes maybe uh the devil got into you or something i mean that
10: situation uh, another another one uh, end of days didn't see that I, I mean yeah again i I agree with yeah. and but you know we hadn't seen a good supernatural film in quite some time the thing the thing with that is
12: you never wanna to show the like the devil in his form, okay, that's a problem that a lot of movies like you know um end of days did that. You know, Spawn. Joan Joan
1: Rivers does that all the time. How about that film with Tom Cruise back in the day?
2: Yeah, that one was really Uh, scary with the big
10: scary red devil. You're you're talking when Tim Curry played the devil. Uh, Willow, uh, wasn't it? No, no, not Willow. Legend. 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 That was terrible. (laughs) Uh, So scary. But that was more of a mythological (laughs) type thing. If we want to talk movie devils... I'm gonna bring up Nicholson again, which is of Eastwick, and uh, here we go. Oh. Hey, what's cool. Oh, Constantine, you wanna talk about a devil?
12: A, a Peter good devil player. His devil in Constantine. He's only okay. on screen for about five I'm minutes. I'm sorry, that's
1: The good. devil wears Prada. Okay.
10: <laughs> oh yes, Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep.
1: <laughs> All right, number two. Number
10: two. Okay, now this one again. I don't think people will recognize because it's it's a clip that you know we had to we had to choose, but uh, we'll we'll tell you what it is. Don't worry about it.
12: That is Alfred Hitchcock's *The Birds*.
10: The birds, Birds. yeah, Mm. birds. People, when they think Alfred Hitchcock, and they think scary. They think *Psycho*. They think think all these other ones. No, man, the birds. The birds. (laughs) It's the birds that did it for us. That scene. That scene we just used. If any of you guys have seen *The Birds*, I have. She's sitting on the bench outside the church. The kids are singing, and there are two crows. You know, sitting on the the jungle gym equipment. And we look. Camera looks back at her. She's just sitting around, you know, smoking a cigarette. Look back. It's like. Yeah, I remember five that. five or 10 crows. I remember that. And then, you know, she looks back and literally the entire playground, playground. hundreds Covered of birds. With, with
1: birds so. Hey, one crow alone creeps me out. Dude, you, <laughs> could well, you, you guys
10: know this? You know what a you know what a group of crows is called? You know we got like a, a flock of seagulls and thing, you know what a Yeah, group of crows called a murder.
1: A murder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, yeah. murder. Interesting.
10: Yeah, but, yeah, you know, you're when talk about things you can't control. You know, if every bird on the planet decided to attack us at once, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we what we
12: can do. You know? I've been
1: attacked by birds. You ever done that? You walk by a nest, and the angry bird comes down at you.
10: I'll N- a- angry birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a bag. Get like baseball. Orale. No, no, no. I mean, M, M Night Shyamalan tried to do it. You know, it, was, what was, it? was it happening? happening? It was the wind or something. You yeah, know, whatever. What? That was a bomb. Was plants. Whatever. You know, it was just you know stuff. It was trying to say, what would you do if you were attacked by the uncontrollable?
1: No, what he was trying to do is give a whole green message. Get out of here, dude! No messages, just scare the hell out of me. Number one, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Okay, drum I can, roll. I can
10: guarantee
12: you, nobody will. will, will no one like thought of this make, one. Thinking this as well. That's scary. All right, here All right.
10: we go. Here we go, guys. Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Tell me right now that you saw that in the theaters oh and my weren't gosh. scared out of your out mind. Out of your mind. Okay. I can't
6: believe I guessed that one in my head. Miss who picks Jurassic Park? I thought Park. it was Darth Vader for
1: who, a second. <laughs> who, who but the Cineverse picks number one Halloween horror film or just horror film as Jurassic Park?
12: Well, here again, we, we went uh, about this list with scary movies. Okay, yeah. The movies that terrified us. Those dinosaurs scared the poop out of me. But I will yeah. say
1: that I have yeah. the pants to What you're right. <laughs> when, did, when, when did that film come out?
10: 1993.
1: You were in 3rd grade. <laughs> I was. <laughs> However, I, <laughs> I just saw
10: it. it I just saw Used it 3 help. months ago at the Sherman Oaks ArcLight. Uh-huh. Original print of it. It's too scary. I, I, still scary. White scared. knuckling still. Yeah, and it that's a movie that aged really well. One
12: person tell me that they were not scared of those dinosaurs.
10: Nobody. <laughs> t- that T re- Rex scene when he breaks out and in the cars and he shouts for the first time. You're like, I'm
1: dead. <laughs> when that Vatos gonna... in the shitter, man. <laughs> yeah, you're you're convinced. It scared the shit out of him. <laughs> you're
10: convinced that the dinosaurs are gonna they're gonna you know <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna forget about you know Alan Grant and the rest of. them. They're gonna come off screen and they're gonna eat you. Yeah, right? yeah. E- yeah. yeah. I must
1: say, I was uh, I was uh, really uh, uh, forget the special effects which were fantastic. But what I like about Spielberg films and the way he, he creeps you out, he doesn't always go for throwing all the monsters at you right away. Remember E.T. Mm-hmm. Remember Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, it's those inanimate objects. Remember the scene when the first time the T-Rex attacks you. <laughs> let, me, let me just say, the first time the T-Rex attacks you, the, the kid and the, and the doctor jump onto a tree. And the Ford Explorer is on top of them. And the Ford Explorer becomes the monster. Yes, yeah. yes. They're trying to climb down that tree quicker than that Explorer comes down. The headlights are on like eyes. The, the scraping of the, the metal sounds like a roar of a T-Rex. Genius genius you're genius. so and eloquent bro who can forget
10: <laughs> who can forget the terrifying scene in the kitchen with the two kids and the velociraptors oh yeah still to this day you're like they're, they're not gonna make it to me time. the scary part was it.
6: actually when they had that cow in that uh i don't know oh, like the goat electri- in the, the enclosure the goat, whatever yeah. and then they go back and, and it's, it's, gone. Gone. it's gone and all those electrical wires are busted i'm like holy crap get See,
1: wait wait <laughs> wait where'd you get that <laughs> jack-in-the-box food last time remember it's cow <sighs> <laughs> 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 hey, uh, when we're talking about birds, do you remember the bird lady uh, incident with your daughter? The bird, <laughs> Le- uh, Samantha chimed in. Remember when we were in LA? It was downtown and, LA. And the fir- the lady was feeding a homeless Those lady was feeding a bunch of crows. No, they were pigeons. <laughs> and and your daughter ran and scared them, and then she scared the shit out of your daughter. <laughs> the lady attacked my <laughs> daughter.
10: That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> well, she's a homeless bird lady. <laughs> Let's go back to Steven
1: Spielberg's Jurassic Park. Another scene, I mean, another thing about Steven Spielberg in classic uh, horror, you don't need, like E.T. Remember E.T.? of you remember E.T. at the beginning of the film, a lot of times you saw the bad people that were chasing E.T., all you saw were flashlights and keychains. Remember the keychain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know when the keychain was running around, that's the bad guy. Exactly. You don't need to see faces or identity. You just knew that they were the bad guys, like the truck falling
10: down that tree exactly you know? and, and spielberg likes to play with you because okay here's a perfect example from jurassic park we guys remember the Dilophosaurus, the guy that uh, you know mm-hmm. had the, the spring out uh, the, the thing spe- the spitters yeah. okay so there's dennis nedger he goes down thing. there's one there and you're like oh, my, oh I'm, I'm terrified there's a dinosaur but then you're like oh well, he's just playing around okay I, I guess i i'm not scared all right so he's just like this little thing He right, gets back in the car he's ready to leave and then suddenly, like the dinosaur doesn't want to play anymore, and he just—you're just, just like—you hear that sound, it yeah. opens up, and he's just like, and uh, and, and it's you're just, you're just <laughs> like, yeah. But you're you don't—you
12: don't see the dinosaur attack him. You see it outside the car, and you see the car
10: shake.
1: And yeah. so it's about hear what it, you don't—what see. What you don't see. Yeah,
12: not what you—not what you. And that
10: is the key to to horror. Again, like when she said, when the goat was gone, we didn't see him eat the goat. Mm-hmm. We saw that the goat was missing, and that was more scary than seeing something bend down and grab it.
2: I, I've got a question. Let's what, go. What about this paranormal activity?
10: That's a bunch of cupboards opening. <laughs> was, okay, it's <was>, a so paranormal <laughs> activity. I mean,
2: I'm just asking because I just saw the movie. Three? Never, yeah, never seen any of the other ones. And I wasted my money. I, mm, I mean, it was. Right.
12: Um, so yeah, the problem was, with that is like the paranormal activities, they came out as if like, oh, this is real. Real people went through this. But then when you start doing sequels, obviously it's not real. And so I don't understand why people are still getting scared. It's it's a fictional movie, and not much happens. What they do is they play with you again with like cupboards opening and stuff like that. <laughs> not much, not much goes. I mean, the, the last fifteen minutes. Uh, Challenge, man. That's good. Like,
1: okay, I gotta say, so, I gotta me. say hey, something here. We got people chiming in. This is a controversial uh, choice of yours. Bring we it. Like it. We Oscar like it. Oscar Takahashi, Jurassic Park was a fun movie. I want to see it again. <laughs> Amber Mendez, Jurassic Park. The Cineverse guys are chickens. Lourdes. I wanted to ride the dinosaurs.
10: What, what, what are they <laughs> hoping we'd pick? Friday the Thirteenth. Oh my God! Here we got a, We got a guy with a machete chopping I off don't, coeds' we, heads. We don't have
12: to defend why we chose. We already said <laughs> we chose <were> to <laughs> the Park. It was scary. It's a, like those di- those are those are scary scenes. Yeah, you know, Whether you at the end of the movie are no longer scared is regardless. That's just because people can tell a great story. Right. The movie itself. Is scary, and very few people can say no. I wasn't scared at all. These are these or, are people okay. that
10: uh, that are stuck in the mindset that oh, I saw the scary movie. Now I never need to see it again because uh, it's a horror movie. It's trash. It's garbage. It's it's you know just a uh, one time one time you know, thing that's disposable. No good. Yeah. So that's yeah, okay, let me ask you why time.
1: why uh, 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 I like your list, but why uh, is not Night of the Living Dead in? It's a classic.
10: Uh, well, we thought, you know, when we were considering, like, okay, let's think of what was the mm-hmm. zombie movie that scared us. We obviously went with 28 Days Later. Night of the Living Dead, uh, the thing about it is Romero, Romero zombie films got overplayed so much that it doesn't even you don't even consider it anymore because then you got to figure out, are we talking the original one from, right. like, the early 60s? Are we talking about the, the one that they Snyder made in really the made? 90s? Are oh, we talking Dawn of yeah, the Dead? Me. Are we talking Diary okay. of the Dead? It's just you guys, so much. You guys of, are
1: certainly uh, uh, movie critics. For the next generation.
10: What about It?
2: I mean, uh, okay. We
10: couldn't so count it. We couldn't count it. It was a TV miniseries.
2: Oh, okay. Mm. Trust me. It made the I mean, that is Very like... The
1: story, the book scared Another the hell of those out those definitely me yes. the, of me. De- because of the development of characters.
12: What about Chucky? That one gave me... Child's be. Play. Well, Child's Play, A, it, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't that scary, and beat. All of them are terrible. So they bad. are dreadful. That's real stupid. <laughs> Dude, that thing
6: gave me nightmares. Don't even joke. Okay, okay.
1: I hate to say this, but we got to move on. We're running late. But uh, uh, really awesome list. I know. I really, controversial as it is, I like it. I like your points of view. You guys defend your points very well. And it makes me look at the hey, skills Halloween didn't make it, eh? <laughs>
10: <laughs> yeah, well, no, it know, didn't. No, original. Uh, we're Carpenter, not. We're not apologizing for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
4: it's, just the music just, alone should
10: get the you. Music is, the music is eerie, but like just because you're saying title, thing. Halloween. Carpenter. Carpenter composed that,
1: right? Oh, mm-hmm. did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis on there. Jamie She's Lee Curtis. But I
10: will. I will say that Carpenter yep. is is the master for that because the scariest scenes in movies like Halloween aren't when when Michael Myers is is slashing at someone with his butcher knife, but it's when. You see him on the street, or you see us empty street, and then you turn back, and he's there, yeah. he's there. and he's not doing anything. Yeah. That's and what scares started, you. and like, and Carpenter started that. Yeah, that's that, yeah, you know, that's that that's the the boo scare. That's where it all began. Okay, well, we
1: got a lot of people chiming in. What was, about
2: Nightmare on Elm Street? I actually just was um, talking with somebody about this about how it was actually based on soldiers with PTSD, and mm-hmm. that's how they came up with the theory of. Not wanting to go to sleep, d- yeah. and then invading your dreams because they were dying because they were avoiding their sleep, and then dying of sleep deprivation when they actually went to sleep.
10: And if we had approached, mm-hmm. if they had approached it from that. Kind uh-huh. of angle, you know, a, a more intelligent angle. Otherwise, we got yeah, we got a cheaply made, and that was the thing. That's the thing about slasher. Films. Johnny they're Depp so got killed <laughs> the first ten minutes. They're so cheap keep to keep Johnny alive. They're, they're, they're so made. cheap to make that they they're just they're cheapened by watching. Okay,
1: well, we got to go. I hate to say it, we're we're running late. Uh, Cineverse, uh, D- uh, Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown from the Let's hear it for them. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks thank you. a lot, guys. It. Thanks for being on our show again. And tell everybody where they could find you guys.
12: We'll do, we'll do. www.thecineverse.com and Movie you, reviews, blogs, everything you need to know. Find right us on there. Twitter, you know, check Facebook. us on Facebook.
0: We're out there We're
10: out in there. the universe.
0: We'll be right back with
1: <laughs> Angel's Chill Lounge. And the Blue
0: Academy. with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick, Kick back. <sighs> and, and listen. listen.
1: It's an addiction, the frustration we experience due to an incompetent co-worker, or the anger we project due to the lack of US Border Patrol, or the feeling of helplessness in our abusive relationship. And ask yourself, isn't it bipolar, just a condition that we agree on? It's an addiction. A reaction to our skewed perception due to a fear or resentment in time will forge neural connections within us creating a repetitive behavior. This repetitive behavior induces a biochemistry within us which we then become dependent on. So it's an addiction, and treat it like one, 12 steps, cold turkey. Spirituality, a har flick, <laughs> whatever the case, get yourself out of that groove and chill. One love. And that's my brother's chill lounge, but stay tuned. Stay tuned. We. We're going to have a brand new track from the Blue Agave, exclusively on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. But before we do, we want you all to stand by and listen to it. But we want to thank our guests, Cordell Chrisman and Dave Brown from thecineverse.com. And uh, Jackie Casas and Jonesy for tag teaming the current events. Also, our very own Jeff Johnson, our voiceover guy, the very first voice you ever heard on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Want to thank him for being here. And, and f- thanks to you for being here every week. We're going to do it again for another year. Eh? Just find us on TwinTalkCast.com and on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And, and uh, yeah, you'll hear us. And you'll hear us. And now, listen, it's time for a brand new track from The Blue Agave. What's the name of it? Besame. Just kiss me. Besame. <laughs> Besame mucho. All right, listen to it, guys. Listen to it. Good night. We'll see you next week, but listen to this track.